The views expressed on the previous program are those of the hosts, wow. and callers, and do not reflect How those come I'm of hearing the BC myself Broadcast back? Group, its staff, What's that advertisers, or agencies. Probably because we have the station up. I'll put it on the See what I mean? And I'm still hearing myself back. Oh, and nothing's boy. playing echo, off echo, of the echo, uh, echo. You hear that? Yeah, nothing's playing off of the uh, the AV air. It's not firing. Really? Excellent. Let's see if I like. Try I this said, way. our new studios, oh! which I'm hearing myself back. Echo, echo, echo. Wow. Yeah. Not good. How about now? Sounds great. Yeah, I'm the Walter Sable in a black sedan. I want you to hop inside my company car. I got the pictures and tax and eat out of my hand. I'm gonna make it you a radio star. I'm Walter Sable, baby. I can do anything I wanna do. I'm your consultant woman. And I'm gonna be consulting you on giving that goal on a crap show and a formula that's got the ya. I've got the power to mold and control you. All right. Well, hmm. good thing I was prepared for that, isn't it? Yeah. Especially with all the uh, technical difficulties we're having. I don't hear the echo, though, anymore, but it sounds really funky, everything in here. Yeah, it's weird in my ears. Is it weird in your ear? Because you're only in my, uh, the left channel. Re Let me see. No, everything here is puking out the way it always does. Hmm. Sounds to me like maybe some technical difficulties there, although let's do a little, a quick test. Uh on the phone, let me punch up the bat line. Okay. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. And now it won't drop. It won't do anything. Uh-oh. <laughs> I punch them up, and they go on hold right away. And then when I try to drop them, uh -huh. they won't drop. What if I hit something on my line? Oh. That works. Well, how come this thing ain't working? Try it now. How about the bat line? Can you disconnect the bat line? Uh, Strange. There, I think oh. that worked. It worked? Well, I disconnected yeah, it. Yeah, but I punched up line two, and it's still got that same bizarre symbol on it. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, well, like no. I said, why should we have tested that out ahead of time? You know, as long as we got the clock and the dots, everything is a-okay. Oh! Not? Wow. Are you kidding me? Punch oh up a line God. again. Punch up a phone line, a real one. Okay. Okay, line four. I can see it. You can hear it. Okay, eight is ringing. QAM, hello. 
I punched up eight. And it just does that strange little uh, funky symbol again. Yeah. Oh, no. Hmm. Oh, no. Wait a minute. Oh, they're gone. Wait a minute. DV2. Now, maybe that's going to do it. I fixed it. QAM, hello. <laughs> okay, great. Well, thank you, God you fixed it. <laughs> what happened to you, my brother? Yeah. How you doing? Okay. I miss you. Yeah, okay, miss you too. Well, what's the uh, story? Is that as much level as we're getting out of the pot? I, I think I can pot it up more. I had to, I had to change the configuration from DD1 to DD2. I think I'm going to spray some DDT. Can't hurt. Wow. Have we got technical issues or what? QIM, Hello. Can you hear me yes. now? I'm here. Hello. Neil. Yes, I'm here. Yes. Neil. Neil. Me. Um, I'm here. Go away. QAM, hello. Hello, Neil. Yes. Hey, you're coming in loud and clear in full Lauderdale, Neil. Great. Thanks for the good happy. news. Okay, happy Shavuos. Okay, that, uh, so they work after a sort, but they sound really bad. Yeah, it didn't sound good. Really, really bad. And when I punch up the line, there's like this long delay between when they start. Oh, my God. This is another technical nightmare. Oh, my God. And if I wouldn't have known, because we've had that before, to do the configuration thing and switch to the other one, that's the only way you get rid of those stupid symbols. The Dow is down 100 points. We are here, at least for the time being. Although Tom Jicka evidently is hearing things. I didn't speak to Tom. I just want everybody to understand that. He wrote that Q&A. I think he wrote the question himself. I've accused him of that for years. He makes up the questions. Thanks for the publicity, Tom. We need all the help we can get. And the reason I played that Walter Sabo thing is because I found out through the grapevine that Walter Sabo and Jolly Joe Bell are real tight buddies. Well, we've got consultants, Neil, and you're number 24 in your demo, and, boy, we're going to do this, and we've got to change your show around. Yeah. Get prepared for the uh, ding-dong school with Clarence when he comes back from honeymoon. What is Clarence going to tell us about doing this show? I don't know. Come on. What's he going to tell us? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> At any rate, uh, so Tom may be, who, who knows what's going on? I don't know. They don't. One thing about this company, they'll never, never tell you the truth, not to your face. They do all sorts of devious things behind your back. Let's see. Uh... What's the date today? Today's the 8th. 8th. Okay, great. I don't understand why some people, adults, know that I'm doing this show and they, you know. But at any rate, the poll today is uh, reverse. Somebody suggested this last week. Don't do what movie that you love that they like the best. Do the one they hate the most because it's a negative. They, they enjoy the negatives much more in South Florida. <laughs> negative. Well, that thing with the phone is just uh, mind-blowing. Now, now, what happens if you punch it up? Punch up line one. Okay. QAM, hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. Ooh. Oh, that was good. Now, what happened there? He said hey and then hung up, it sounds like. You want to try line eight? Sure, go ahead. Go ahead. QAM, hello. Go ahead. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Try line six. 
I'm your friend. I'm yeah, your okay, friend. go to hell. I missed. <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. 270 votes on the new poll. Here's the way we worded it. Of all the movies Neil loves, which one do you hate the most? See, that's more up their alley. Talented Mr. Ripley, 33. That's probably because it's too gay. You know, like me, too gay. Magnolia, 27. Clockwork Orange, 27. I hate them all, 21. <laughs> I haven't seen any of these movies, 19. <laughs> you believe these numbers? These numbers are as credible as the ratings. Dracula, 17. The Exorcist, 16. Fatso, 16. Requiem for a Dream, 16. Christine, 15. That was on again yesterday, and I watched it again. Glengarry Glen Ross, 15. Deliverance, 13. Godfather, 9. Oh, my God. Nine people hate the Godfather? How, how's that possible? Can you, can you imagine? No. This is the business we've chosen. Network 8, Imaginary Hero 7, The Covenant 6, The Hospital 4, and Godfather Part 2. One. So you can put uh, anything on there. Do you hate uh, food? Do you hate sex? Do you hate breathing the fresh air? Ah, yeah, we hate it. We hate, we hate, we hate. Etc. Oh, boy. Oh, the fake Tom Jicker sends me the uh, thing from the real Tom Jicker as if I don't already have that. Already got it, fake Tommy. By the way, I'm convinced that Walter Sabo was the fake Greg Budell. Really? Yeah, I think uh, put the pieces of the puzzle together. We had a lot of mysterious stuff going on behind the scenes. Hmm. Annabelle says, is it true George was fired? We've had some technical difficulties. I just read that George was fired over something about profanity. No, George was fired over uh, money, so they said. Can you please review what that sucky station did to him, and you're needing to work more during your summer vacation? They're in North, she's in North Carolina, Annabelle. She says, love you, and I'm glad I moved the hell out of that hellhole. Well, good luck to you, Annabelle. Yeah, George got canned, allegedly because they didn't want to pay him. So we got Flea now, who works for free on this show. Flea for free. Well, some of these people are a little bit behind the, behind the curve. Absolutely. Now, let me ask you something. You notice that only certain lines are ringing on here. Yeah. Let me try line three. Listen to that. Yeah, that sounds really bad. Line four. What happens if you hit eight? How come I can't get rid of line three? There it goes. QAM, hello. Neil, how are you? Okay. I, I just want to say something. I think these people are going... Their the end scheme is to get you back from Toronto to... Because they've done everything to destroy your show, and now they're just trying to make you unhappy. And mm -hmm. I think that after they dismantled everything else, that's the last thing they're going to tell you to do. And, and they know you're not going to walk away from all the money you make. So. Yeah. So and I, I tell you something. I enjoy your show uh, just like I did since you came on QAM was, uh, when I first heard you. And you still do great, but they're they're destroying your show, and and every time you have a little bit of chemistry, they do something to tear it up, and and it's just uh, horrible what they're doing. But I still listen, and everybody I know listens to you, so those ratings are a sham, complete okay, sham. Thanks, Everywhere I go, thanks a lot. Hang in there. We we're hanging, we're hanging. I'm not having a whooping orgasm like David the Carradine, but nevertheless. Dow's down 93 point. I don't know if we can continue with these calls because the audio is just, it just sounds horrible. Yeah, it's pretty bad. And when you punch him up, 
when you punch them up uh, cold just to get the dial tone, they all sound like that. And you notice when I try to get... Oh, boy, this is a mess. Very well planned, very well put together. Nice going, Jolly Joe. But we got the dots. We got the dots, baby. All right. I sat down here this morning thinking, oh, everything is just fine as punky pie, you know? Yep. We got the clock working on there. We got the dots going. We're in the new studio, such as it is. And then your thing, we started, and you couldn't play whatever it was you had to play. And what was that all about? I don't know. The AV wasn't firing from the board, but I can fire it with the mouse now, so I think we're okay for now. So the, the audio fault is um, Unga, Unga Potsky. Right. But it's going to play the spots, because if we don't play the spots, there's no point in even being here. Well, I can't fire it from the board, but I can use a mouse to fire it. So well, use okay. your mouse, okay? I'm Get out your it. mouse. Point it. Bang it. Click it. Prices at the pump head upward. In some local areas, they've officially reached record highs this morning. And no question about it, it's really starting to take a financial toll on drivers. Way back when, in 67, the Boy, this must be serious. Chief cost of fuel at the pump was divine. Come on, Pastor Beaver. Oh, it's gorgeous. Oh, well, that's great. Smells nice, too. Now I can't afford it. It's really killing. Now we'll never be able to afford my lip injections. That's inhumane. I get heart failure. I can't believe my eyes. 419. For Won't drive anymore till the prices fall. I think we're out of gas. They can't afford to pay for it. This QAM, hello. Neil, how you doing? Okay, sir. You hear me? I hear you. You hear me? Okay, yeah, I hear you. are Wonderful. Two Great. things. That's why I'm I'm pretty like turned off by reading an article by uh, the gentleman in his sunset mode that kind of is not on your side. He's almost like an Ojan provocateur himself, you know. Tom Yeah, I, I I don't think he likes you. Why do you say that? Well, you know, he he didn't really. In the article that was in either Friday or Saturday or Sunday's paper, it just wasn't really a positive uh, spin on uh, the whole show or maybe even negative management. It just it was wasn't a good article, Neil. Really, wasn't a good article. It's not. It's not an article. It's a question and answer. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Another thing in, in the paper today. They, they're uh, Lamberti, which is, I believe, the uh, Broward County uh, VSO sheriff, is going to let out 40,000 prisoners or inmates because there was an article written. Uh, someone did a good job of um, detective work uh, and found out how many men are making over $150,000 in overtime as uh, not policemen or sheriffs, but as guards. What, what, what is that all about? I don't know. When you find out, let us know. Now, did that? Did I get rid of that or what? Yeah. I sure hope so. I think oh, they got brother. the phone thing uh, fixed. Who? Who's they? Well, Steph was in here potchkin around with something and on the phone and. Okay, well let me let me somebody. try it out. Okay. Here's line one. 
and I got rid of it. Okay, great. Thanks, Steph. Wow. Oh. Steph's a good guy. Do you know what this guy was talking about? No, I have no idea. Now, Saturday morning, I'm asleep in bed, like most normal people at 7 o'clock on a Saturday morning, sound asleep, and my Blackberry, three times. So it wakes me up, and I reach over, and I look at it, figuring 7 o'clock on a Saturday morning, what the hell is this? Jeff Rimmer, all three of them, tagged. You've been sent photos on tagged. And I thought, what the hell is that? So after I eventually crawl out of bed, I come in here and I look on my uh, PC and my uh, Hotmail. And sure enough, here's uh, these tagged things. And uh, you want to see, you've been sent photos on tagged. You want to see them, yes or no? And of course you click yes because you don't know what the hell it's all about. And as soon as you click yes, you've had it. Uh-oh. And so I, I Googled it because what it does is it immediately triggers off emails with the same crap to everybody on your email list. And then when they click on yes, it does. It's, it's like a chain reaction. Right. So I Googled it and uh, found little information out. It says, do not open a tagged email. There's a new email virus circulating. It says, I and a few of my friends have been receiving it. It appears to have photos from a legitimate friend and has the subject line you've been tagged. Later in the day, Rimmer put an apology on there to the 8 million people on his uh, email list that all got this crap. Oh, I've been, I've been scammed. I've been, I'm so sorry. Yeah. Leave me alone, Rimmer. It says, do not open the email or register to open the photos. It's a virus and will open your email up for loads of spam in addition to sending it to everyone in your email database. How do you like that? Hmm. A, a new scam sending spam. Tagged. And I googled Wikipedia on it. It says, tagged.com is a social networking site that's had numerous consumer complaints lodged against it for its practices and is regarded as a phishing and spamming site by consumer anti-fraud advocates. Tag provides a feature whereby users are invited to provide it with their email username and password and then will check their email address books for contacts and repeatedly send email invitations to people who are not yet on tag claiming that they've been added as a friend or had photos of them tagged. This process has met some criticism in the technology press and from some users. The resemblance to a virus has often been mentioned, including by watchdog sites like Snopes.com. Once a user receives an email inviting them to see the photos, the email address is recorded and they're deluged with spam from other companies. How do you like that? So if you get that tag crap, just get rid of it right away, immediately if not sooner. Okay. And what was this guy talking about? Tom Jick is not my friend? Yeah, I guess. I couldn't understand. He kind of jumped all over the place. Tom Jicka is uh, A-OK in my book, and he's the one hes the one guy in the media. Well, I guess Ellie Brecker, but she writes about dead people. But uh, he's hes the guy I can count on to write positive things about me and about this show and about the 33 years I've been doing this in the market, even though I don't know what I'm doing anymore, because we have a new rating system, and we have one bad month in 11 and a half years, and right away, I'm number 24 in my demo, and I need consultants, I need to have... He, now, now the uh, GM wants us to do ding-dong school with clearance. <laughs> That is the ultimate slap in the face. And you know what? I'm still here today, and I'm still going to take the check. I'm still showing up every day. Like I told you, Jolly Joe, you're going to have to have me killed. If anybody out there reads about me being murdered someday soon, you'll know, you'll know where the bullet came from. Anyway, the question on Tom Jicka's Q&A in the Sun Sentinel uh, TV book yesterday is, are Neil Rogers' days numbered at WQAM? I won't read the question, but I will read Tom's answer. 
Jika says, reading the tea leaves is South Florida's number one radio participation sport. Firing George, supposedly for budgetary reasons, certainly was an in-your-face to Neil who thought his contract protected George. Now Neil says the station wants him to curtail his summer vacation. He's adamant this is not going to happen, and it is not. Also, after more than three decades on the air, he's been given suggestions on how to improve his program. Clearly, the situation is deteriorating, but Neil is much too smart to just walk away from more than $3 million still owed him on his contract. However, I wouldn't rule out a buyout at some point, says Tom. I like that last part. I wouldn't rule out a buyout at some point. Like right now sounds good. Before 1030 would be good. Write a check. Go ahead. Yeah. So where, where do you see anything negative in there regarding me? I don't. I don't, I don't know what this guy was talking about, and I think that makes several of us. Five six seven oh five sixty. We got the phones working again. I think it should be nice to try it out. Let's get some line checkers on there and pound five sixty on the Verizon AT and T wireless line. WQAM. Hello. Yeah, Jay Santos here. Auxiliary. Oh God, <laughs> Reverend Jones. And that's it. We open up the phones again for the first time in months. We want our calls, and I, and we got nothing. There's something going on there. Do you believe that? No. And why does line 8 keep ringing? That doesn't make any sense. There's something wrong with this phone setup. Are you sure that that line works? Line 8? No, I'm not, I don't mean that. That, that number. Uh, I guess so. <laughs> I don't really know. Oh, an email from Joe Bell. Uh-oh. Knowing how much you hate me, I didn't open up the email I received from you on Saturday. I knew there was no way you'd send me pictures of anything. Thank God for small miracles. Good move, Joe. How do you like that? Knowing how much you hate me, I didn't open it up. Oh. Well, don't, don't you think that he's got some managing to do with something, anything besides emailing me? He didn't open that thing up. That's good. Good move. Anybody else who got it, I apologize profusely, but you can call up Jeff Rimmer in Columbus, Ohio, and blame him for setting off a chain reaction. You have been tagged. You want to see the photos from your friend? No. No. Just delete it immediately. If anybody sends that to you, just delete it and just uh, wish them a, a great life or not. QAM, hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Neil. Yes. Man, I don't, uh, you know, I don't get to listen to you any much, uh, much anymore because I uh, generally listen to satellite radio. Yeah. But uh, for some reason, uh, my satellite radio is down on the internet today, so I'm um, listening to you. But I heard that uh, is this is this? Can we talk about this? I heard that George is no longer there. Yeah, we can. What, what do you want? To, what's there to say? He's fired. Yeah. When when was that? When did that happen? Oh, about a month ago. Oh, okay. You know, as long as George is with you, and you're the greatest, but as long as George is with you, he never really got that good. I mean, I know it's what, not. What does that not, mean? He never got that good as what? I mean, I thought he'd be a lot better when he when he you know when he took over and would do the show for you. I mean, I don't really want to get into like George bashing. He's not there to defend himself, but mm -hmm. um, I, I just uh, when he was on, that was at click. I'm like, I'm not listening to this. But um, <clears throat> I guess he was a decent sidekick for you. But um, I mean, I thought when he did the shows, he was he was really bad. But um, it's nice to hear you. And um, I, I mean, I'd love I'd love to see you do get on satellite. Not going to happen. I know I know you love the FCC so much. Let me say it again. It's not going to happen, sir. It's like, it's like uh, you know, farting into a windstorm. Ain't going to happen. Oh, Neil. Neil Rogers. Absolutely. You like the bone, but there's no smoke. It's time for your first soak. 
5670560. See, ordinarily, wouldn't you expect that the lines would all be lit up? You know, they'd be ringing like crazy. People frustrated. They haven't been able to call for like eight months. We want our phones back. We want to hear the calls. Where are they? Hmm. Well, there's something screwed up with them. It's got to be. No, that one works. They they work, but they're not ringing. You know what I mean by that? Yes. QAM, hello. QAM, hola. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. Um, what hurts more, the fact that... 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the Verizon and AT&T wireless line. Don't, don't, are you looking at the phone? Yeah, I'm looking at it. You see any calls? I see line 8 ringing in. 8. 8 is ringing again. 8's the only one that rings first. This whole thing is so technically screwed up that there are no words to describe it. QAM, hello. I want my George Rodriguez. Of course, it's a lot easier to criticize than it is to do the work. You know what they say. It's a lot easier to critique than to do the engineering work. That's what I've heard. That's what I heard from an expert. Rob says, did you hear what happened to David Carradine while you were off? No, it wasn't while I was off. It happened on Thursday, and I was sitting right here when we got the thing that he died. They say he died because the orgasm was so powerful it caused his heart to give out. This has to be one of the most badass deaths of all time. See which line is ringing? Yep. Line 8. Mm. QAM, one-line radio. Hello. Hello? Yes. Oh, hey, Neil. Thank you for inviting me to call. I appreciate it. How you doing? Okay. Hey, uh, I'll tell you, your show's the most compelling when you have, when you interact with people, with different people. Like when you had uh, the O man, the big O. Um, also, Fleabag, Fleabag's a good guy. Uh, I like George. And uh, what else is new? I caught, a, I caught a Chinaman breaking into my van on Saturday night. Hello? Yeah, I'm, you're still on. Don't ask me why. Oh, okay. but... <laughs> I thought oh, you had no. a... You hear that? He didn't say it, but he started to. I'm sitting here assuming that these lines all work, but they don't. And when anybody, in fact, let me try something, okay? Okay. Oh, I can't do it. Boy, th this thing is just absolutely screwed up. Totally screwed up. QAM, hello. Neil. Yes, sir. How you doing? Okay, best I can. Hey, Neil, listen, I know that you hate when people tell you what to do and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. I, know, I know it rubs you the wrong way. But, man, I scratch my head every time that they tell you to see the Shawshank Redemption and you put it down, man. You really owe it to yourself to see it. It's a great movie. Well, what, do you really mean, is. It, what, what, what does that mean? I owe it to myself to see it. What, what does that mean? I, because I know the taste in movies that you have, and I know for a fact you're going to like this movie. I guarantee you're going to like this movie. Yeah. So when you get a chance, just, just check it out, man. Okay. And I get back and see if you like it or not. If, if you don't like it, then I totally misread the way you like movies. Okay. And one more thing. As a PS, everybody who hates Miami, do like Neil did. He left. At least he backed his own words and, and left. That's correct. And I, can sure, and I can sure as hell use the legroom. I love it down here, and it's too congested. So we'll pack you a medianoche, and everybody get the hell out. Okay. See ya. Th thank you. WQAM, hello. Neil? Yes, sir. How are you today? Okay. Can you hear me? I do you hear me? I can hear you. Okay. I got a question for you. Yeah. If you went on a satellite, wouldn't you be able to use your old stick? Let, let me ask you this question. Sure. What makes you think that that's possible, that that's going to happen? 
Well, best case scenario, you get the buyout from QAM. Well, what, what, no, wait, wait a minute. That's not an answer to the question. What part of it's not going to happen, which I've told you people a million times, what part of that don't you understand? I understand what you're saying. I just think that you got to be open for new ideas. I'm, I'm wide open to it, but there's no interest there. There, there no, there's never been an offer of one dime on the table from Sirius XM, any of those people. Not a penny. Well, you never know. Okay. You never know. That, that's a good answer. That, that's a hell of a, uh, outlook on life. Well, what are you going to do with the rest of the last few years of your pathetic life? Oh, I don't, I, you never know. How stupid is it po to be possible? Do you know what I'm saying? Kinda. I didn't say that well. No, but I think How I know is what you it mean. possible to be that stupid that these people don't understand? I'm not going anywhere, okay? I'm not going anywhere. There's no money in this business anymore, don't you understand? And the people at Sirius, oh, well, we don't have any money. We're fresh out of money, and we're on the verge of bankruptcy, and blah, 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 like that. And Cheap Channel's on the verge of bankruptcy, too. Nobody has any money anymore. Don't you understand that? We're in the middle of a depression, not a recession, a depression. Nobody has any money. Everybody's getting canned. And, oh, but you, ought to, you owe it to yourself to uh, watch Shawshank and then go on Sirius. Floridians, dumb as dirt. So who'd you vote for? Well, I was on the other guy's ballot. What other guy? The Republican guy. Oh, no, man. Yeah, I know. I'm sorry, Ted. I didn't want to break Which that. Which one did you vote for? Dude? I'm not going to get into it, Ted. You'll freak out on me, okay? Not, no way. Yeah. That, uh, that hooded freak? <laughs> <laughs> Which one? Be specific. What's his name, man? I'm not going to argue, the Paul. Guy, the guy from CNN? Ted Turner, yes. Oh, man. Yeah. You voted for Buchanan? I voted for Ted Turner. Dude, why yeah. don't you just send the police right into my pad? I knew Why don't you just give them my Ted. phone number and address? Ted. And let them come over Ted. and kill me. <laughs> man, you ele you're going to elect the thought police. Ted, Ted, this wasn't a presidential election. This is a primary, okay? I didn't have a chance to vote for the other side. Give me the chance to vote for the other side. Rick, what? My pal, Rick, voted for a I Nazi. Knew, I knew this would be that. I didn't vote for a Nazi. 14 before 11 at 560 WQAM. We got the big O at 2, Mad Dog 4 to 7. And then we got Dolphin tonight at 7 o'clock. Oh, boy. Hmm. Dolphin tonight with DA and then DA from 8 to 11. What's that all about? Where's Kimba Blowcamper? He's on vacation, I guess. Oh, good. The dead Bob Lasseter says, can't get through on the 567 number. It's busy. It's busy. Well, it may be busy, but it ain't ringing on my phone. Is it ringing on your phone other than line 8? Just line 8. That's the only one that rings. QAM, hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Neil, how you doing? Okay. Uh, Neil, it's incredible the way that uh, your GM has destroyed that station. Uh, first, uh, 80K, Hank, George, and then they even killed uh, Ken Malden, you know? Yeah. That's, uh, uh, I mean, and a lot of them, I don't think, were, were choices of financial, to tell you the yeah. truth. Because Ken, I mean, and Eddie K, well, I don't think they were making that much. And they had a great fan base. And? And? I don't know. I think the, I think the mob's behind it, you know? Anyway, you have a good... WQAM, hello. Oh. I don't think line six works, to be honest with it. It rings. QAM, hello. QAM, hola. Uh, what choice is the financial? Hello. Hey, how's it going, Neil? Yes, sir. 
I uh, just wanted to say thank you for playing that Rick and Fuck set. That was great. I mm -hmm. was reminiscing with some friends the other day that the best lineup ever on Tom Yeah, okay, Radio yeah, we know. Boring. The best lineup ever on IOD was you and Rick and Sons and Phil and Randy and blah, 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 blah. Oh, my God. Get some new material, okay? Go find some new friends, and maybe they'll talk about something interesting. You notice that tag thing, how much are these people are responding about that? No matter what I talk about, they got something else on their mind. And it's usually boring. Oh, the best lineup ever was, well, you know what? This is the same crap. Are you sure? So it's exactly the same as, well, when you go to Sirius, I'm not going to Sirius. Oh, but when you do, you'll, you can do this and you can do that. Well, what are we going to do about this phone situation? I'm not what? sure. The engineers are aware of the problem, so I don't know what else I can do on my end. They said they're rerouting something, whatever that means. Yeah, route this. They're rerouting their... Rectum. The real Josh Cordes says, oh, please, Neil, don't make me work with Flea all summer. He's a good enough guy, but spending four whole hours with him on Friday was brutal. He brought in Woody Graber with a lame, old, tired Poconos comedy routine. You had Woody Graber on? <laughs> no. Petey Lenny, I heard. Petey Lenny came by. Oh. Oh. You put Petey Lenny on the air on this show? Because he had free stuff to give away. He what? Because he gave us some free stuff to give away. It says Woody freaking Graber. They can't even get the, uh, the the name right. No. It wasn't Woody Graber. It was Petey Lenny, which is even worse. Seriously, Neil, if I have to do three days a week during the summer, I made David Carradine myself. Please help Josh. <laughs> Josh Cordes. Yeah, I have a few emails about the show on Friday. I figured you would. One of them is very long. Robert from Seattle, Washington, no less. Hmm. Who listens online, obviously. Hello, Neil. I listened to Lee and Josh this past Friday with an open mind to see what kind of shows the listening audience could expect this summer. Oh, my God, it says. Oh, my God. In the first segment, they had a long discussion about all the gay stuff in the studio. Lee asked Josh if he had ever seen gay porn, and Josh admitted he did. Then Lee starts talking about how he was in a gay bar in South Beach with some friends and his wife. He has a wife, you know, and they were showing a gay porn flick on the TV. Then he starts talking about the gay bars in South Beach. Lee sure seems to know a lot about gay bars in South Beach. Josh seemed really interested about the fact that there was gay porn being shown in the bar and wanted to know more about it. <laughs> At 13.08 into the show archive, 13.08. Maybe 108? Yeah. Josh actually admits that he respects gay porn. Well, what, what does that mean, he respects it? I don't understand what that means. I don't remember that. Then they start talking about a computer virus that announces, I'm watching gay porn. Finally, they decided to butch up a bit and start talking about the Hooter girls. Later in the show archive, starting at 123.40. Boy, this guy's just... Not, not 1324? No, 123.40. They go into another gay discussion in which Lee admits that for the right amount of money he would... Oh, I can't read that. Then he says that for a million dollars he would do a lot of things. Josh replies that for the same amount, he wouldn't get fully with a man because he couldn't live off that amount of money for the rest of his life. Lee then proceeded <laughs> to give Josh some financial advice how to invest a million bucks. The final gay segment starts at 2.40.28 and two, ends at, and at 2.41.15, Lee admits that having a wife doesn't mean you're not gay. At 2.41, huh? 2.41.15, yeah. The show ends at 2, but this was in the 2 o'clock hour. Hmm. I've always had my doubts about Josh with his talk about all the girls he's banging to, to try to prove how macho, macho he is, but the truth finally came out on Friday. Lee, you really surprised the hell out of me with your admissions. I just hope that the two of you finally decide to be honest with yourselves and not continue to live a lie, <laughs> says Robert from Seattle. When are you going to be honest and not live a lie? Gay. Oh, look at that line 11 is ringing. What? Hello? 
Neil, the, the Pete and Lenny, is that the same Pete and Lenny you used to have to club Pete and Lenny? How, how, how do we have uh, a line 11? Hello? I'm not sure. If Goodbye. Is... Goodbye. Line 11? I mean, I've got a button here for 11, but we never had a 10, 11, or a 12 is the bat line. Look at that, line 11 again. QAM, hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Hey, can you put me through, please? Thank you. Put, put you through to what? Through the, the show, please. Thank you. Oh, what a bad voice. Yeah, bad, bad. fake oh, voice. I'll you, motherfuckers. What? What do you say? I dumped it. Hopefully the I dump button works. Oh, he said something bad? Yeah. Well, I hit mine, too, just in case. One of them might work. Although the way things are going today, it's uh, very dubious at best. Paul Sauer says, thanks for jumping on my poll. I don't know which poll he's talking about. He says, if I think of another compelling poll, I'll send it your way. Flea was damn good on Friday. Great show, says Paul. How do you like that? Look at there. So we got eight. No, six, eight, and 11 are the three lines at work. QAM, hello. Yes, sir. Chad Stan Dan or Jim Manage the old man. I, I can barely hear these things. Can't stand what? I couldn't even hear them. He said, can't stand Dan and something about Mandage. Oh. Thank you. Took a shot. Another shot. Just another cheap shot, huh? Yeah, that's that's this crowd. This this is mind blowing to sit here and look at the phone and, and lines one through seven are not flashing because uh, they're getting a busy signal. Here's one from George in South Miami. Neil, I'm 51 years old. I listen every day for all four hours while at work. I tried to listen to Flea on Friday. The show he put on is for a much younger audience. Well, thank God for that. I have little or no interest in things that they talked about. Flea could end up being a big star with the young crowd, but it's really hard for me to listen to a couple of guys that have no clue how old Regis Philbin is. They <laughs> thought he was in his late 50s or early 60s. They didn't like the poll you had up because they weren't familiar with most of the names of the old game show host. I don't know what I'll listen to this summer, but Flea and Pal are not for me. Please take care of yourself because no one can ever replace you, says George in South Miami. <laughs> well, that's for you, George. Yeah, get with it, you young whippersnapper. <laughs> You're too young for George in South Miami. He's 51. He's a young punk. Oh, look at the size of the print on this thing. Tiny. It says, Neil, I've listened to you for almost 30 years, all the way from W. Snooze to QAM, but I'm done. I find the way that QM handled George to be despicable. If the station can't afford a talent like George, can your release be far behind? Good luck, Neil. Just let QM know that I'm another ex-listener who will not be supporting QM sponsors either. Let QAM die already. Without you and George, they would have been gone years ago. I don't know. we got a point two in that one trend, baby. Point two. 24th in the market. Well, you need some help. You need a consultant. You need ding-dong school with Clarence. You need this, yeah. We need help, all right. We need some technical assistance is what we need. Because this is really bizarre. QAM, hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. I was, I was listening on Friday, and I'll admit it, it wasn't as bad as I thought it would be because Flea was okay. You know, the first day he filled in for you and George was one day where the first five, ten minutes was about Marlins baseball, which kind of scared me. But Friday was all right. But when you yeah. pulled on Peter Lenny, or whatever his name is, the salesman, and he yeah. was doing his own little comedy bit, that was painful. It was that death. Was just, at the end, it got, <laughs> and I could tell, it seemed like everyone there was a little uncomfortable because you expected it to be funny, and it wasn't. But that was uh, that was brutal. Hopefully that'll be a lesson learned, man. Yeah. Keep him out. Keep him out. So, but uh, that's about it. I, I'll listen to a little bit on the sun. We'll see. It, it's, I, I hate to bring it up, but it's going to be hard to replace George. He was something, uh, at first he sucked, 
but uh, he came. I, I can't hear anything this guy is saying. The, the level is so low. Really? Yeah. Uh, can you hear me now? No, same same thing. Uh, I'll let you go if you can't hear me. I'll call him. Yeah, day. have a great day, sir. The sirens are coming to get the engineering staff. You hear them? Yeah. The level is low, and it's just like I. It's like uh, the show was okay. You know, it's like that. Hmm. Like that. So 6, 8, and 11 work, which we didn't even know we had a line 11, so we're making some <laughs> real progress. A little bonus for you. What? It's a little bonus. This is the Neil Rogers Show. This is your brain. Any questions? Talk with your mouth full. You're making me sick. I'm gonna throw up. Well, I got the feedback. What is that in your mouth? Teabag is a ball roller. Certain things you never expect to come out of a person's mouth. The teabag slides onto her molars. Why can't you ever just keep your big mouth shut? I've got some very disconcerting news for yous. Okay. And it may be people who were listening online, in which case they would have heard whatever it was that you thought you dumped and I thought I dumped earlier. Yeah, which still doesn't dump online. Uh, I know that. You didn't hear what I just said. Yeah, I heard you. I said they may have been listening online, in which case the dump doesn't work. Right. Or maybe they were listening on the ear, if that's the case. We need to find out definitively. Because if uh, these buttons aren't working, I'm not taking any more calls, I'll tell you that. According to the engineers, the dump button was tested. No, that, that wasn't my question. My question was, are they working now? Right. Not was it tested once upon a time in America, and it worked maybe once. Oh, who knows? But the question is, did that go on the air? Because if it did, we damn well better stop taking calls. You follow what I'm saying? I do. Okay. Well, we'll find out from uh, anybody who may be listening on the air, if we have any... You got that point, too. You're number 24 in your demo. Oh, we got to get a consultant in here. 
So we need to find out from people who are listening over the radio, not online, okay? See, the people listening online, they don't understand that they get the ex extra added benefit of hearing stuff that doesn't go on the air. Mm -hmm. Mike and Kendall says, Happy Monday, Neil. I, for one, thought the show was pretty good on Friday. For sure, better than I originally thought it would be. No offense, Flea. He even stated at the beginning he would not he would take some time to get into his own and for us to like it. But as long as he doesn't talk any sports, we're okay. <laughs> I also thought that first, since Flea doesn't know does know more about sports than George, that Joe Bell and Clarence would want him to talk more sports during the summer. But I think we're gonna be just fine. Also today is my birthday. Can you place for me the six note jingle? Happy birthday to Mike and Kendall. Yeah, I can I can do it. If I can find it, I'm looking for it. There it is, just like magic. Thanks, Mike. So Mike thought you were okay. Okay. Not great. Heath says, sorry for the poor grammar. I'm all hopped up on the DayQuil and vitamin C tablets. <laughs> I'm expiring over here, says Heath. Oh, and he said, I, I thought I blocked Heath already. He's an idiot. Here's one that says, I listened Friday and liked it. I'm male 58, great show, Flea, says Brian in West Palm Beach. 58, but it was uh, too too young for the guy who was 51. Yeah. Evidently, that did not go on here, because if, if it would have, I would have gotten several. I don't know. Yeah. How do we know for sure? I don't know. How can I be sure? Remember that song by the uh, Young Rascals? No. You don't? Mm-mm. No, remember, how can I be sure? Now, what's the story with the uh, library? You got it or not? Probably no, not. Just got to wait for George to come in now. Oh, damn. Yep. 373 votes on the poll. This is the reverse of what we did last week. Of all the movies Neil loves, which one do you hate the most? Not which one do you like the most. Which one do you hate? Talented Mr. Ripley, 44. Way too gay for most. Clockwork Orange, 42. Magnolia, 37. How can anybody hate a Clockwork Orange? Classic. Can you imagine anybody really hating that movie? Maybe because of the violence. Oh, yeah. I hate them all 29. I haven't seen any of these movies 26. <laughs> Fatso 24, Christine 21, Dracula 21, Deliverance 21, Requiem for a Dream 21, The Exorcist 20, Glengarry Glen Ross 19, Godfather 12, Network 12, The Covenant 10, Imaginary Heroes 8, Hospital 5, and Godfather Part 2, Solamente Uno, only one. So what do you think, taking calls or not? Sure. Well, it's easier for you to say, sure, sure. <laughs> Jimmy says, sending greetings from L.A. and report on Friday's show. I sure miss George, but I figured I would give the show a chance. It wasn't too bad up until I heard Flea mention to a caller that Rush, another right-wing radio host, had some good points. Maybe that's what he thinks, but it sounded as if he didn't have the balls to tell the guy off. Anyway, I've been listening since the Zeta days, so thanks for all the great entertainment over the years. Thanks again, and good luck, says Jimmy. Actually, what I said was, is when they do have a valid point, it gets lost in their craziness. Derek says, listening online, and the guy, yeah, it came through loud and clear. And of course we know it came through online. That's not what I'm asking, you clowns. We're asking people who are listening on the radio. Remember that little thing with the knob and the buttons and the thing on the radio? Wow. I guess it didn't go on over the year. No. What about online? <laughs> like that. <laughs> wow. That's all I can say to you is, wow. <laughs> Line 11, QAM, hello. Hey, Neil, can you hear me? Yes, sir, I hear you. Can you hear me? Yes, yeah, all right. That, okay. Whatever it was didn't come through on the line. I heard you asking this 
he got it, and I didn't hear any curse words or anything bad said about anyone. Oh, right. All right, and I don't think George was far due to money because if he was, uh, if it's true they got two or three guys helping all these other lower-rated shows, why would they get rid of a guy who gets like six of during the summertime? It doesn't make any sense. So. Okay. But I'll let you go because I called earlier, so take care. Thanks, Pally. Oh, second call in the day. Oh, that's not good. But anyway, at least he gave us the uh, the uh, blowdown. Quincy Pierre says, your old buddy Q here again. I emailed you about a month ago. I'm here to tell you that Flea was horrible on Friday. He sounded like a kid vying for a job on college radio. He's not funny. He's not informative. He's not good. In his desperate attempt to appeal to the younger audience on Friday, he sounded like an uninformed moron. Wow. Quite frankly, George is not exactly minutes away from a Marconi either. Keep up the great work, Neil, and keep surrounding yourself with amateurs. It makes you sound even better. And you're highly overrated and overpaid to begin with. Thanks, Joe. That's from Joe Bell. For sure. Man, a little shot at you at the end, though. Huh? Oh, a shot at everybody. At least he uh, spread it all around. You, me, George. <laughs> he don't like anybody. No. <laughs> QAM, hello. QAM, hello. Neil. Yes, sir. How you doing? Okay, how are you doing? Good, good. Just to let you know, for real, the P word did come over the air. So, huh? the whatever what? you want to, just to let you know. Bye-bye. I don't know what he's yeah, talking the P about. Word. He didn't say the P word. He said the MF word. According to the people who heard it online. I, I don't know. This is this is not the way to do a radio show. This ain't the way to do a radio show, Joe Bell. Is it on? Does it work? Uh, do the, are the phones ever going to all work? Uh, well, what's the story here? Oh, boy. But, you know, critiquing engineering is a lot easier than actually doing the work. You do know that. Great, great radio philosopher once told me that. A good friend of Walter Sabo. Oh, my God. And, and the fake Greg Budell is starting up all over again. Contact, uh, have Norm contact Walter. And, uh, yeah, yeah, that'll be the day when we're talking to Walter. The Christopher Watkins skit sucks. Please stop playing it, says the Todd. Well, what bit is that? It's online. Oh. PR Ralph said, no, it did not get on the air. And Flea was men's amends on Friday. He knows he's got big shoes to fill with George not there. Men's amends. <laughs> oh, Mel says I listened daily to you online, and the caller about thirty minutes ago, bad mouth, did get through. I heard what he said before you hung up on him. Yeah, it got through online. Don't you people understand what you're hearing online is not what's on the air on the radio? Let me say it again. Let me draw you a diaphragm, okay? Online, we don't give a flying crap about what gets through online. The FCC don't care what's going through online. They got no regulation over it. We're concerned about what goes on the radio. Remember the radio? I know it's like an anachronism, but that's the way it goes. The freaking radio. Mel. Oh, it got on before you hung up. Oh, what are we going to do? It got on the online. Ask me if it got on online. <laughs> QAM, hello. Okay. Hello. Yes, sir. Neil, good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening. All right, man. Listen, nothing came out. Nothing came out on the radio, man. I know what call you were talking about just before you hung up, mm -hmm. and I guarantee you nothing came out on the radio. I don't know if you got a call before. That. But anyways, man, uh, listen. As far as Friday's show goes, at least it wasn't DAs. Uh, I don't oh. know that that says anything. Those, those three days, those three days when Flea and I were in limbo, those were the three of the most horrendous. And these people are worried about ratings and about, uh, oh, my God. Apparently was, not, man. I, I, yeah. I guess they didn't listen to that show. Or maybe they did. That's why they let Flea do it on Friday. 
Well, just remember, DA's got a oh, point oh. at night, so evidently ratings aren't going to be in the game. Probably went down. Uh, also, Neil, Neil, yes. listen, uh, you owe it to yourself to play the Arnold Schwarzenegger bits, please, if you can. One. The ones with the... Uh, yeah, I know the, the one. Okay, cool, man. Thanks. See you. Bye. So it didn't get on the air, so we can continue taking calls. All right. Without having to pee in our pants. Well, you're not concerned about it, even though you're the one, you know, your ass is on the line. Oh, yeah. You're the you're the last the last blocking force sitting there in our great new studio. So how is the studio? Well, it's not complete yet, but uh, what you know, it works. I mean, it works. It's functional, but they still got work to do in here. Aesthetically, like, like clean some of this crap out of here and like finish the finishing parts. Put cabinets up. Yeah. TV doesn't work yet. Get the phone fixed right so that the lines all work. Get the phones working, yeah, that'd be a good idea. Yeah, just some of these minor things. At 560 WQM, we hate the Godfather, we hate you, we hate George, we hate Flea, we hate everybody. Bah. Well, I'm sure I'm uh, depressed that I'm not there, you know what? <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. Brian in Wellington says, I didn't hear anything explicit on the air. I was listening to my radio and the sound was blocked. It appears that at least one of the dump buttons work. You're free to take more calls. Keep up the great work, says Brian. Thanks, Brian. Pretty sad commentary that we have to ask the audience whether or not the dump buttons work. Yeah. Don't you find that unacceptable? I do. Unacceptable. But at any rate, hey, listen, line 11 is working. That, that's the first time in history. So that, that, I think, right there proves that this whole phone deal is going Gapotsky. QAM, hello. Neil. Yes, sir. How are you? Okay, how are you? Pretty good. I'm glad to, to hear that you're letting us callers call in. Yes. I listen to. Well, we got to re, we got to retool the show now, you know, because uh, I got those bad numbers in the new uh, Arbitron. Right. I I had the opportunity to listen to a Flea's show on Friday. And. And he's pretty good. I I liked that on one of the days that uh, you were on your hiatus on I think it was Wednesday. Mm -hmm. That a caller called in and uh, it was you know one of these like crazy callers and he like called and he was talking to him and what's what's up with you and like i think the, the people that, that call in to to like do like a hit and run they're like not used to like people talking so they just think they're gonna hang up but him confronting them like scared him i was like oh uh, you're you're talking to me you, you really want to know about my life so that really that put him you know um you know what i'm saying to to feel different stuff uh i'm gonna keep yeah. listening and you're doing a great job neil okay thanks bye see ya what did he say? What did he just say? <laughs> I'm not sure. WQAM, hello. 
Neil? Yes, sir. Hey, how's it going? Okay. Good, good. No, I just picked up the money from Paul, and he was like, oh, shit, I forgot to pay. Right. Okay. I mean, we're both hitting it, right? Yeah. I'm sure it I I'm slammed sure it. it. Huh? <laughs> I slammed it about as hard as you could. Did you slam it? Yep. Did you bang it? QAM, hello. Hello? Yes. I just want to say you're doing a horrible job with the calls. You know, every time somebody calls in, you just patronize them. You, yeah. You just well, we'll make you the exception. Any... How's that, schmuck? I patronize them? What the hell does that mean? I don't know. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil, how's it going? Okay. All right. Hey, uh, I just want to tell you, uh, I'm the one that gave you an idea of all that about mixing the phone calls and the emails. I think, I think it's really turned out good, and I think you get just really good quality calls now, now that you're doing that. What do you think? What's your take on that? My take on what? On mixing the calls with the emails. I think it's working out great for you. Oh, this, is this Rick Shaw? Doesn't sound like you, Rick. No, this is Rick Shaw. This is a quarter slot guy. Yeah, I know. <laughs> is this <laughs> what? Because this sounds like maybe what the meetings with Josh is going to sound like. Oh, you're going to have meetings with Josh? Because I'm sure not. Oh no, we're going to have ding dong school. You're wrong, Neil. I want before every show for you to. Well, well what are we going to talk about during the meetings? Whether whether or not we're having uh, Drew Rosenhaus on that day or Alex Marvez <laughs> or whether we're going to invite Stormy to have his own 15-minute segment. I mean, what the hell are we going to talk to Clarence about? Don't forget Ira. Oh, and Ira Windbag. This is the only show on the station he's not on, and this is the only show that's ratings challenged in the new system. Paul says, I feel that Flea did a great job on Friday producing some compelling radio, and right. it got through online. <laughs> uh, Paul's just trying to be funny, you know? A real comedian. Oh, wait a minute. Look at that. There's four lines lit now. Uh-oh. WQAM, hello. False alarm. QAM, hello. Neil. Yes, sir. I'm glad you're taking calls again because now I can leave it on the open every day. Yeah, okay, you know? good. QAM, hello. Hey, Pally. Yes, sir. Hey, Neil. I'm a local truck driver here in South Florida. I've been a listener since 1988. Wow. Uh, what I don't understand is how... How people who are long-time listeners are complaining and wondering why the ratings are down. If you're not really Roger's show, if I'm what, you're not really doing the, the Neil Rogers show that you used to do in the past. I mean, you're yeah. just a watered-down version of it. Right. And people complain about why the ratings are down, why this is, why uh, there's not that many, uh, the numbers are not there. I mean, I don't understand that. I mean, you're not doing your show. Yeah, I know. Hello. I'm doing the best I can, sir. Oh, and, and I enjoy it, and I still enjoy it. And and another thing, uh, it sounds like in the background, like you're doing the show from the ocean. I'm not complaining because it's, it's kind of soothing. But you mean the, sig the it signal? Sounds like, it sounds like waves are crashing. Mm -hmm. but, well, uh, they, pro they probably are. That's probably a good guess. Wouldn't you think there are waves crashing somewhere? Our signal blows. But, but that's going to be remedied pretty soon is what you tell me. That's the word. Thunderbird. Yeah, we're going to be doing something about it. In fact, I understand that we're sending somebody from engineering out to pee on the tower right now, and then it's it's going to be blasting all over the all over the world. Rick and Boca says, "I thought you said you were never going to take calls anymore. Explain what's up." Well, I said a lot of things. 
But, uh, you know, you got to mix and match. I've said that many times. I've stopped taking them for months, and then I go back and take them again. I'll do whatever the hell I want to do. How do you like that, Rick? Did I explain it well? Lee? Yeah. That was good. Did I explain it well? That was nice and clear. Yeah. You get it, Rick? Lee says, not you, Lee. Oh, oh, wait a minute. Jackie says, what's wrong with people? Complain and complain. Lee is doing fine. Do people really think that they will like every part of his show or any show? What a bunch of morons, says Jackie. People, if you don't like the show, don't listen. Turn it off. I don't have to listen to you to complain about it. Lee, you're doing great considering. Have a good day. Thanks. You're doing great considering. A little disclaimer in there, okay? I don't know what that means, considering. Well, I think we're all both doing great considering. I guess nobody else out there got their email tagged. I guess nobody else out there knows Jeff Rimmer. Consider yourselves lucky. Oh, Neil. Oh, God. Absolutely. I watch the TV and it's blue talk all the time. For stupid rumors, you can go online. Just wash your hands, relax, and you'll be fine. Don't want to whine, but I'm sick of swine. This is just what the cable networks do. Try throwing a pandemic panic into you. Well, after all, we're only talking about the flu. They fill their time. I'm sick of swine. We just went through this with the bird flu. I thought we'd all be getting mad cow, too. What's the next crisis they'll subject us to? Just give them time. I'm sick of swine. Just give them time. I'm sick of swine. Me too. 1131 at 560 WQAM. Did you watch the Belmont on Saturday? I did not. Well, why not? I wasn't interested. Like everybody else, not interested in horse racing? I, what did I tell you last week? Nobody care. We have like maybe ten people out there who care about horse racing. Summer Bird. Not mind that bird. Summer Bird win the race. I thought it was a terrible race. I thought it was Charitable Man. I picked Charitable Man. Dave Johnson picked it, and the Humper picked it, too. The Humper <laughs> picked Charitable Man. He's still running. Wow. He didn't run a lick. I mean, he was right up there in contention the whole way. He had no excuse and then puked in the stretch, just puked his guts out. Yeah, I put a couple bucks on him just because both you and Dave picked him. And the Humper picked him, too. All three of us got suckered in by Charitable Man. And then uh, Summer Bird. Yeah, I was with uh, Goldie at Calder on Saturday, and he was getting killed. You were with Goldie at Calder? Yeah. So how could you not watch the Belmont? Because we were done before the Belmont went off. <laughs> when somebody goes to the track and it says we were done, that means they lost their ass. <laughs> Am I right? Yeah. Lost your ass. Well, what's with you and Geldy, man? You hang out with everybody. See, that? I don't understand that. No, he was doing a show from there, and I was uh, helping him. He was doing a show from Calder? Yeah. Geldy was? Yep. Ow! Boy. Yeah, won the four. He was there. And he was losing his ass? Getting killed, yeah. Wow. Were you running the bets for him? Yeah, and then he's like, you want to jump in on this action? I'm like, what action? You're just giving these guys your money. That's not action Jump to me. in on this action? <laughs> oh, what a kidder, that Gildy. What a kidder. I love that line 11. QAM, hello. 
QAM. Hello. Yes, sir. Neil. Yep. Joe Bell is going to bang you in the butt, honey. Yeah, okay, great. Snapperhead says, it's my opinion that WQM is trying to get you out because of your salary. No kidding. <laughs> very, very observant. The request for you to change your summer schedule is the perfect excuse for them to hit you with insubordination charges if you don't comply, and then they have a reason to dump you. No, they don't, because it's very specific in that crappy contract of mine that I've worked Tuesday and Thursday in the summer, and we've already got a precedent like the last seven, eight years. They know they can violate your contract without consequences. George is firing, and will fire you for some valid reason and see you in court before they pay out your contract. That's why you'll need a good lawyer and not that faker you can't seem to shake. Not Norma. Hey, Norma. You fairy. Also, I didn't think I'd miss George until I listened to Flea and Josh last Friday. Cheap radio at its worst. <laughs> and D.A. and whoever were on the air, D.A. was actually proud and said he's arrived because you rip him. What kind of a loser is proud to acknowledge he's made it because he sucks? WQAM and Miami AM radio suck. When you're not on the air anymore, there won't be any need to even hit the AM button on the radio. Also, you're absolutely correct, sir. The calls suck. Good luck to you if I don't get to email you again, Snapperhead. Thanks, Snapperhead. Yeah, it couldn't be that salary. Everybody's dumping salary, man. That must be it. And what did I tell you before about your friend Joe? If he takes a disliking to you personally, like him and Hank, it, it's not it's not business. It's personal with him. You could have a 99 share or a .2 share. It doesn't make any difference. If he hates you like poison, he's going to stick it to you, man. Bend over. Here it comes. But you, you know, you're an ass kisser, so you sucked up to him for a long time on the West Coast, and so the two of you are buddies now. So you're safe. You get this cush deal here to work for this show for free <laughs> because you look tushy. Another Jorge says, I've been listening to the show for many years, and like many of your listeners, grew fond of George. You can't help but like the guy. He's got a great personality and a unique ability to express himself on the radio and chew food while he talks. Like a lot of listeners, I'm upset at the Beasleys and the 560 management for firing George, but that wouldn't keep me from listening to the Neil Rogers show. We should all give Flea a chance. Give Flea a chance. Yeah, let's, let's get that bit going. Right? Yeah. Not as a replacement for George, but as a fresh new addition to the show. Flea is a great guy and, and will only make Neil Rogers' show grow stronger. Hmm. What, what time did you write this? <laughs> oh, that's right. I remember before the show you said, oh, i got to go write an email. Yep, that was it. Best of luck to George. Hope he gets his uh, something. George Rodriguez show someday. He deserves it. P.S. Go Canes. Oh. Oh. Why did he do that? You know, you notice there are like only uh, three or four lines that work. Lines two through five, no work. Nothing. And line nine, and I don't know if there's going to be a line ten. I don't know what the deal is with that. I Let me know. see it press up the bat line. It works real, real low. You hear how low that dial tone is? See, to me, it's fine. How about now? Now I can't hear nothing. WQAM, hello. Uh, QAM, hello. Mr. Neal? Yes, sir. Uh, listen, I was just driving by a WQAM tower, and you're wrong. They're not pissing on it. They're taking a dump. Okay. There's uh, number three. Oh, he was talking about number one, and then he was going to yeah. talk about number two. I'm sure of that. Probably. Real intellectuals, baby. See, when George used to be on, he's the one that got the intellectuals. Did you get them calling in on Friday when you were on? Oh, yeah. The great intellectual callers? In fact, here's one from Oishmoy Jew. He says, Flea was great on Friday. He was very entertaining and funny. George could have done the same thing, but he had a pee-poor attitude. Oh, yeah. See, rip George now that he's gone. Mm-hmm. 
Oy shmoy Jew. Chronic regular e emailer, and now he's ripping George. He had a bad attitude. I don't think there was a damn thing wrong with his attitude. He knew he was going to get screwed over eventually, and uh, like he said, if they like it, it's going to suck and it's going to fail. Just like Sid Rosenberg. We don't know for sure when he's starting or which uh, shift it's going to be or what date it's going to be, but he's coming. Sure as Christmas and Tanuka are coming, Sid the Kid is coming to QAM. Bet your life on it. Do you doubt me on that? I do not. See? Even even Flea. And Flea's got his nose to the to the rhinestone, man. He's got his nose, he's got his ears to the wall. Walks up and down the hallway, sticks his ear to every door to hear what's being said inside. Yep. I don't blame you. Fat Man After Dark says, when the email you read was talking about certain times in the archives, he was talking about how far into the show something happened. For example, when he says 2.14, he means 2 hours and 14 minutes into the show, 12.14 instead of 2.14 p.m. Listen Friday, very faggy, says Fat Man After Dark. How do you like that? He says the show is very faggy, and that's okay. without me the old fag on. Huh. Is there anything you want to tell us? No, not really. You and Cordis doing a little number over the weekend, maybe? No, I didn't see Cordis over the weekend. But why not? We don't hang well, That's right, weekend. you were with Geldy over the weekend. Yeah. Wow. Saturday. So how'd the show go from Calder? What did he talk about? The same things that they talk about every day. Heat and Jack and this and that and then a little bit LeBron, of racing. Well, and of LeBron course, and Kobe, maybe? And of course, when Goldie's on, it's a little uh, hockey-heavy. Hockey-intensive. Oh, no. Sports! Sports! Yeah. Sports! And what's his take on uh, Jack Martin uh, bailing out? Jacques Martin going to Montreal. Here they're they're ripping him an ass. They're saying it was the wrong choice, and he's a crappy coach, etc. I think Goldie was glad to see him leave. Yeah. I would think so. What, what's his take on doing the games with, uh, what's his name now? Oh, I don't know. We didn't get into that. But we, we, talked about, we talked about maybe some of the hires that they were looking at for, for that GM spot. Yeah. He said a couple of ex-players were on the short list, but he had no idea. He's clueless. I thought he was tight with the organization. Well, he's got to watch what he says because all these sports franchises, they're very, very uptight. Oh, yeah. I know Rimmer used to tell me that. And even the slightest criticism, they would have a nervous breakdown. That That's the same Jeff Rimmer that fired off those uh, tagged emails to me Saturday morning at 7 o'clock in the morning and started a chain reaction of 80 million emails all over the world. Nice going, Rimmer. You know one of the names he threw out to was uh, Iserman. Stevie Iserman. Yeah. Oh, I'd come hang out with him. He's a little long in the tooth, but I'd hang out with Stevie. Of course, most, those who know him best call him Stevie. Why? But that's another story for another day. Oh, Neil. Hi, Luis Miguel. Play it, baby. You fairy. Incredible. He went to visit his ex-wife now. She was hanging with another man. The juice went home now for a knife and ski mask and a pair of gloves and back he went. She was tipping her friend the waiter. 
and giving more than 15%. Well, Jews couldn't take it. Started slicing and dicing, don't you know? Was at the airport before they fell. He made a touchdown in old Chicago. It checked in at the Alibi Hotel. But the LADA, well, he flagged OJ for illegal procedure with a knife. That's the prison yard penalty, he said with conviction. That's what you get when you hack the wife out on the LA freeway in a getaway Bronco. Pressing something to his skull, wishing he was dead. But it was a cell phone, no, not a pistol. Suicide by Suma, deep in his head. Oh, well, they finally got a mock. Now it's up to the jury, but he will surely be in jail for life. And now the people, they all say, they feel bad for OJ, they forget it ain't okay, to hack the wire, yeah, hack the wire, baby, hmm, how come time made OJ so black, huh? Oh, I thought that was the Lord that done that. 1147, 13 to noon. So what's the uh, what's the latest word, Thunderbird, on the uh, phone situation? I haven't seen an engineer since the beginning of the show. So in other words, we're just going to continue the whole show with this um, kind of patchwork piece of crap? Yeah, pretty much. Steph said they By had the to way, reroute something, and it should be fixed you know, shortly or a day or two, maybe. What? He said shortly or a day or two. Oh, or a day or two. That's like when the studio was going to be ready two weeks ago, in a day or two. Right. John says, and I'm sure John is the guy who called and tried to slip the word on the air. He says, just to let you know, about 10 to 15 minutes ago, depending on when you get this email, a caller said the S word and it went over the air. Now, you dumped it and I dumped it, both. Mm-hmm. And it did not go over the air. So either John is listening online or he's the guy that called and tried to slip it in there, you know? Right. See, I would like to sit down here, have everything work, and do the show with confidence that, you know, we're, we're in control of what's going on. On a scale of 1 to 10, the confidence level is what at this point? 2. I'd say I give it about a minus 1. Minus 1. Because, you know, one thing about engineering, it's a lot, it's hard work, and it's a lot easier to critique it than it is to do it. That's what I've heard. Mm-hmm. Are you eating? Maybe a little bit. On the air? Not anymore. You better watch yourself, mister. What are you eating? Um, some spicy noodles. From where? That you brought in? Yeah, spicy Mongolian oh. noodles. Oh, that sounds like crap. That's yeah, not great. The Whistler says, Caller was right in stating the show sounds like it's originating from the caverns at Carlsbad. Where's the bats? That's what the Marlins want to know. Where's the bats? Did they lose again yesterday or did I dream that? Three to two? They lost. I know. It says DA for three days was like sitting wired into old Sparky. Oh, boy. Well, but he's got a oh, point. Oh, You know, he's doing it. 
And if I was in management, every time somebody is out, whether it's Joe or me or Mad Dog, I'd put on somebody who's got a oh, point. Oh, boost those numbers up there as much as possible. Yeah. Since they're all of a sudden. And I thought it was your buddy Joe that told Hank, oh, it's not about ratings, Hank. It's not about the ratings. Isn't he said that one that said ratings don't matter? Yeah. Well, it's a damn good thing because we sure don't have any anymore. I'll tell you that. This panel. Oh, my God. Even on What's My Line, they had a better panel than, than we got. Yoshi Schmendrick says, Flea is okay, but I don't think he has any confidence in himself doing the show when you're not there. He keeps on saying, give me a chance, it's only the first show, etc. I felt like it was a Josh Cordes show featuring Flea. Is that accurate? No. Please surface somewhere, George. Hopefully before Neil goes on vacation, I'll try to get that 10 to 2 slot anywhere you go. Take off Tuesdays and Thursdays. Also, Paul and Ron were doing some kind of inside joke about Flea before the end of the show. Something, there's no room for fleas in this building. Who brought the fleas in the studio? And then Paul started to bang the uh, table like he was killing the fleas. Maybe Flea knows something about it. Everyone knows Flea and Steve are tight. Who's Steve? Brancic. Oh, are you tight? Yeah, we're friends. You ever, like, take a shower with him or what? No, we're not that tight. Well, based on that show you and uh, Cordes did on Friday, what I'm hearing about it. Yeah, pretty gay. A lot of faggery. Gay. Well, now, what inspired that? I don't know. I was just talking about a bar I was at, and they had gay porn on the uh, TV at the time. Mm -hmm. And I just asked him if he's ever seen gay porn. And he wanted, yeah, to, he wanted yeah. to say no, but he did. He, he said yes. And I said, man, the stuff that they had on the TV where I was at, which was, uh, where was I, Score, I think, on South Beach? Mm -hmm. I go, it looked really violent. It looked like the guys were wrestling, not uh, like really? fighting each other, not, not like uh, making love, <laughs> or whatever you want to call it. It just looked well, real violent. Mean, whatever you want to call it. What kind of well, a, what kind of a everybody's got different terms. Everybody's got different terms for what they call sex. Yeah. So whatever you want to call it. Like in broke ass mounting. I'll say it again. It was not a love story. It was a rape story. Yeah, that's what this movie looked like. And I was like, wow, that's. I hope it's not all like that. But it was a little disturbing. Were you disturbed? Are you are you like scarred for life from it now or what? No, I just looked away. Oh. Yeah. If you don't like it, don't watch it. Jay says, as a listener since 1987, when you were on WYOD right after Mike Ranieri, I've enjoyed following your show and for the most part enjoyed it. I enjoy listening because it makes me smile and laugh out loud sometimes. <laughs> out loud. This new producer has no talent whatsoever, and whenever he's on your show alone, I will tune out and listen to someone more interesting. I tuned in the other day when Mr. Flea was on, and for 15 minutes until I turned him off, all he did was criticize and bash the things and people that he doesn't like. Unlike George, when he bashes something, he backs it up with facts. All this guy did was fill up the air with innuendos and half-truths. He is not a smart man. He doesn't know enough about 95% of what he talks about told my interest. So, as you've stated so many times in the past, that a radio's got an on-off switch, I'll be using it to switch more often if Mr. Flea stays there. Oh, no. I was in advertising. Understand how that works. Maybe this is from Roby Young. If I was an advertiser, which I am not, I'd pull my ads when this clown went on the air. But that's just me. The one thing I found out in my 51 years is that I'm very average. And usually what I like and don't like works. Hmm. Thanks, Neil, for all the years I've enjoyed. And he's got a character of me with a stogie. Boy, I sure wish I could smoke stogies, you know. But I better not. I've had two TIAs, you know, two mini strokes. Mm -hmm. And they were both after smoking Stogies. I mean, I've smoked stogies for years, but this particular situation, when you got diabetes and high blood pressure, not a good, not a good thing to smoke anything. Brandon says, I think that when a guy says 2.14, yeah, we know Brandon. He means two hours and 14 minutes into the show. Yeah, the guy's keeping track 
on the archives, keeping track of what time exactly you did this and what time you said that and what time his bowels moved, etc. Man, talk about no life. Yeah. That, that's why I kept emphasizing the fact that he was like, oh, at 2.41.15 into the show, he... wow, even with the seconds. I always knew that Josh Cordes was a little gay, Brandon says, and as for the show that happened on Friday, I listened to all of 20 seconds. No offense, Flea, but I hate Josh Cordes. Well, get used to it, because he's going to be on all summer long, and all next week, too, I guess. I'm going to be on vacation. Are we still planning for my vacation next week, or a permanent vacation? I think just regular. Regular? How about Ethel? <laughs> Jim says, where is Rick Riley, and why isn't he on the radio anymore? Rick and says it was a great show. Well, guess what? Rick ruined it when he went on INZ in the morning, and Rick decided to become a stockbroker. Fair value was blah, 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 you know, and, and uh, he killed it. Ben says, Lee will do a good job this summer. He's no George, but give him time and he'll do just fine. My one suggestion, leave the sports talk to the other 20 hours of boring WQM day. Yeah, leave the sport. You're not going to be doing any sports talk. No. Except, of course, about Jimmy and Danny. Ed from Davey says, Flea did great Friday until he brought a guy in who does stand-up comedy. Petey Lenny. When I heard that you had Petey Lenny in there, I wanted to kill myself. I did Why afterwards. Did Why did you let him do that? Because he's given us show. some free giveaways for the comedy club. So, so in other words, in in exchange for the free giveaways, he, you allowed him to whore the show. Well, sometimes he's funny, but he was he's, he wasn't. He's never Friday. been funny. He has never been funny, and he makes me red, rough, and sore. <laughs> Mostly sore. Petey Lenny, please do not, please, I beg you, don't ever put him on the show again. Okay. Was he funny? No. Anyway, here's one that says, Flea did a great job. He brought in a guy to stand-up comedy. I'm not sure who the guy is, but I think he's part of the sales holes. Yes. The comedy was really bad, very bad. Please just tell Flea to be himself and not try to be hard, so hard to be funny because he's not. Thanks for the laughs, Neil. Ed from Davey. Don't try so hard to be funny because you're not. Oh, okay. Misha says, I only miss George when you're not here. On Friday, let's just say it wasn't compelling. What I'm going to do is not listen for a while so I can wait till some of the archives pile up so I can listen to those. Also, if anyone's interested, there are YouTube hits of your show from Whammy. I love it. I've never seen it before. New to me. What does Flea look like? Does he shave his body hair? Or maybe we can get his picture on the website. I hope he looks like Cristiano Ronaldo. He does not. No. Trust me, he does not. I wish. Oh, Heath is back out. You know, I, some of these people I keep blocking and blocking, and they keep coming back like bad hemorrhoids, you know? You keep smearing stuff on there, Aenosol and all that other <laughs> stuff, and they go away, and then all of a sudden, like like a bad penny, they keep showing up again, like like Heath. Go away, Heath. Don't go away mad. Just go away. I am Osama Bin Laden, and whenever I am in Miami, I listen to Neil Rogers, 12 to 1 hour. Tamarack, stroll the malls, and the sidewalk sails from your hair. 
as you wrap your nails. Tell your friends they're going to Bloomingdale's and they won't be far behind. WQM. Happy Monday to the 8th of June. Let's sing a tune on the 8th of June. Aron says, you think that Geldy's voice is squeaky? Just listen for a second or two. Geldy's got a manly's voice compared to Flea. How do you like that for a shot? I'm okay with it. See, these people have got nothing constructive or nothing interesting or compelling to say. All they want to do is take cheap shots at you and me and George. Used to be just me and George, and now you're the third. You're the turd in the punch bowl. You're another another uh, body to take a shot at. He sounds like uh, <laughs> Yelby on helium, you know, like that. Hmm. I don't think so. No. And in this business about I think that Yelby is squeaky, I don't think it's a debatable point, okay? <laughs> yeah. Do you think it's debatable that Yelby is squeaky? No. He's squeaky, man. He ain't no squeaky from, but he's pretty damn squeaky. Here's what we got on the poll so far. This is a reverse of the one we did last week. Somebody requested this. I think it was a good idea. And we got quite a few votes on here, considering of all the movies that Neil loves, which one do you hate the most? Hate it. <laughs> Talented Mr. Ripley. You fairy. 48. Magnolia, 46. Clockwork Orange, 46. We have 429 vote already, and it's only noon. I hate them all, 33. I haven't seen any of these movies, 31. Do you believe that? No. With this list, Glengarry Glen Ross, 27, Fatso, 26, Christine, 25, The Exorcist, 24, Dracula, 24, Requiem for a Dream, 24, Deliverance, 23, Network, 13, Godfather, 12. Twelve people say they, say they hate The Godfather, most of all this list. Wow. They hate it. The Covenant, 11, or Imaginary Heroes, 9, The Hospital, 6, and Godfather, Part 2, still only one. Why do you think it is that they picked out The Godfather, the first one, more than the uh, second one? Couldn't tell you. Just to piss me off? Basically, isn't that what the poll is for? I think so. To piss me off? In my home! In my bedroom where my wife sleeps! Where my children come and play with their toys. Yeah. My offer is this. Nothing. The hotels here are bigger and swankier. Then the rub joints, rug joints. We still never got that straightened out. Was it rub joints? Rub joints? Whatever the hell it was. So you're, you're not an expert on the dialogue from those movies. You're, you're not as fanatical as George and I are? No. Well, that's a shame. Not. 
Because maybe it'll get us to talk about all... Oh, I never gave the result of the poll from Friday, which you and uh, Josh hated. Did you hate the poll? I didn't like the poll. Really? I didn't hate it, but I didn't love it either. Who was the best game TV show host? Well, somebody sent that in. I forget who. TV game show host. 861 votes. Bob Barker, 167. Gene Rayburn, 160. Chuck Barris, 120. Monty Hall, 83. Alex Trebek, 71. Bill Cullen, 59. I, I voted for Bill Cullen. I love Bill Cullen. Steve Allen, 55. Bob Eubanks, 49. Pat Sajak, 20. Alan Ludden, 15. Gary Moore, 15. Dick Clark, 11. Is he still alive? Damn it. Regis Philbin, 9. Dennis James, 7. Burt Convey, 6. Jack Narr is 5. Who was Tom Kennedy's brother? Tom Kennedy, 5. Isn't that interesting that they both got 5 votes in their brothers? Hmm. And Bud Collier, 4. I voted for Bob Eubanks. You did? Yeah. With a stiff neck? I like his hair. Oh. He always looked like he his neck was like uh, in a brace or something. Strange looking guy. <laughs> yep. Bob Eubanks. You know what I mean by that? Yeah. Like he had a real stiff collar, you know, and like his neck, I don't know. Strange, Bob Eubanks. And a bad show, too, by the way. Talk about contrived with those stupid answers. Contrived. Fake. I don't like fake. Alexis says, I moved from Miami about five years ago, and I miss your show. No one can match your show anywhere. I was wondering if you can tell me where I can find one of your shows, Spoofs, Mr. Mouse, which I love listening to. Big fan. No. No, we can't tell you, and you ought to be listening online. If they moved from Miami five years ago, don't, don't they really realize that we have the website and they can listen online? If they were that big of a fan, wouldn't you think? Yeah, you would think so. WQAM, Hello. Oh, the gargler is back. I knew it would be just a matter of time. We heard from a what's-his-name, the quarter schlot guy, trying to uh, be like a real person. And now we got the gargler on there. Yeah, he and called me on Friday. What? The gargler called me on Friday. Did he really? Yeah. Did he gargle for you? He sure did. Five, six, seven. Now, if you get a busy one, you call. That doesn't mean the lines are really busy because our phone is screwed up. It's really a mess. It's a technical nightmare. It's bad. Five six seven zero oh, five. Now, what about if I give the uh, toll-free number? Do you think that would work on those lines or not? Try it. One eight seven 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 eight five sixty three forty five. Eight seven 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 eight five sixty three forty five. Because I'm getting the messages that people are trying to dial the five six seven and they're getting busy, which it can't possibly be busy because like one lines through a one through seven don't ring. At least uh, one and six once in a while. Two, three, four, and five never have rung. Right, and apparently show. those are the 800 number lines. Well, what does that mean? I guess the first like five or six are the 800 numbers, and then Why? like eight, nine, ten, and eleven are the. Well, what uh, kind of a screwed up system is that? Five, six, seven. I, I, I have no idea. Is that by intent or by accident or by by what? I think that's on purpose. Yes. It's on purpose. What you be talking about, Mister? <laughs> WQAM, hello. Once in a while. Yeah, this is Neil. Yes, sir. Right. Hey, how you doing, you big old homo? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that was it. That was a medley of his material, big old homo. That's me. Wow. Yeah. WQAM, hello. <laughs> that sounded like Rick Riley doing a laugh, from maybe from California. <laughs> you think? Maybe. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil. First of all, Clockwork Orange, also one of my uh, favorites. Uh, and I recommend Shawshank Redemption, at least watching it once. Mm -hmm. And uh, when does Sid Rosenberg start? 
Your guess is as good as mine. Does it suck that, like, you lose George and then you're going to get replaced by Sid? Doesn't that piss you off? What, what do you want me to say? Well, I'm fired. Okay. That's Joe Bell's boyfriend. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the Verizon and AT and T wireless line. WQAM, hello. Did he call you on Friday? No. Really? WQAM, hello. Hello, Neil. Wow, that was it, huh? QAM, hello. Neil. Yes, sir. Me being in radio, I can tell you that that did not go over the air. The, what uh, did not the go over the air? Any cuss words. Okay, I'm in, the, I'm in the business also. Yeah, you're in the business. You're in the monkey business, Reverend Schmuck. In the mon he's in the business. <laughs> what would that have to he's do with in anything? The business. What? What would that have to do with anything? Being in the what? business. I'm in the business, so I know it didn't go over the air. Anybody listening to the radio would know it didn't go over no, the air. No, you have to be in the business to know whether <laughs> something went on the air or not. Oh, okay. He's in the business. Don't, don't you get it? That's Reverend Schmuck. Chronic, sick, twisted, pathetic. But only twice today so far. Very good, very good behavior. Or did you block him? No, I don't think I have the ability to block yet. Once what? all Once all these lines are oh, all settled in. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, no. It's makeshift right now. Make what? Shift. Oh, shift. Yeah. WQAM, hello. Yeah, Mr. Rogers, please. Yes, sir, speaking. Hey, Mr. Rogers, how do you do, sir? Yeah, congratulations uh, for 33 years on the air, and mm -hmm. uh, appreciate the laughs in the morning when radio is so bland and sports and politics. And I wanted to recommend a movie, kind of an underground movie back from the 80s. I don't know if you ever heard of it. It's called The Hollywood Nights with Robert Wall. Robert Wall? Never heard of it. Got to see it. It's hilarious. Just real funny. Call the Hollywood Knights and appreciate the laughs, Mr. Rogers. Okay, thanks, Pally. Mr. Uh -huh. Caller. If he said Mr. Rogers one more time, I was going to like... Unbelievable. Kill myself or somebody. Kill somebody. I'd like to get some of these people's email address and send them a uh, tagged email. Notice, I, I must have... I never heard of it before. Did you? I've heard of the tagged itself. Yeah, it's like a Facebookish kind of but, website. But it's not. It's supposed to be, but it's it's spam. Oh, is it? It's a scam and it's spam. I've received a couple. I think of those emails. I just delete them. Ned, immediately, if not sooner, don't open them up and don't say, "Oh, do you want to see the pictures?" Yes, just delete it. Don't say yes. Don't say no. Just fly away if it says tagged. Call up Jeff Rimmer in Columbus. I'll be giving you his home phone number next hour. Seven o'clock on a Saturday morning. Cuban George says, I don't know if somebody's mentioned this to you since lately my boss has been working my ass off. Apparently someone in South Miami has gone on a cat killing spree. Yeah, I had an update on that. They had another one or a bunch. Yeah, now there's a copycat cat killer. A copycat cat killer? Yeah. Wow. Cuban George says, I put Flea, Joyce, Joe Bell, and Lucy Lopez on my Hope You Die Fast list. Wow. You're on it. Hmm. Along with Joyce, your buddy Jolly Joe, and Lucy Lopez. Are you having her on? I know I asked you that before. No, I don't have any plans to. If you debate between having Lucy Lopez on, and I've never heard her on with George or anybody else, between her and Petey Lenny, I love Lucy. Oh, Neil. Neil 
picking up dude's merit badge. I want to be the leader of the beaver patrol. I want to hike and camp and shower with all the other little boys. <laughs> you know something, folks? The Boy Scouts never used to be about sex. But now all that's changed. Hi, I'm Admiral Sanders, spokesman for America's number one juvenile paramilitary group. If you're a little bugger whose hormones are just getting out of hand for boys or girls, then I want you to join me in the scouting experience. We've changed. A scout is trustworthy, loyal, horny, and we want you alone in a tent wearing khakis. So just remember our motto. Be prepared to run like hell if skinheads show up. And get your cute little keister down here today. From 19 at 560 WQM, here is an email from your close personal buddy, Johnny Dolan. Okay. Spy report, one, Lee never heard of Bill Cullen. Two, Lee thought you should have had your closing at 3 p.m. Friday so you could have performed your show. And three, Lee said Sid will be on 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. on QAM. Hmm. Also, would you be able to say goodbye to all your fans before you leave? Your replies to one, two, and three. Uh, well, I don't remember what they were, but number three. You never heard of Bill Cullen. True. You never heard of Bill Cullen? No. Oh, my God. Who is he? He was a game show. He was on the uh, $10,000 pyramid or the $25,000 pyramid. I thought that was Dick Clark. No, he was on the ten thousand. He, oh. uh, he was the original host of the. Uh, I never really world. watched game shows, so the only thing I ever watched was. Um, Bill Cullen was on all the all Price kinds is of right. panels. I used to watch he, the Price is right. He was a regular guest on all kinds of game shows. Mm -hmm. At any rate, and he walked with a bad limp because he had polio as a kid. Two, Lee thought you should have had closing at three p.m. so you could have done the show. Is that correct? I said that you could have done the closing whenever you wanted. No. It's not how it works. I used to work in the industry. I would close whenever people, when people wanted to close, that's when I closed. If you just said I want to close at 6 o'clock at night, I'd close at 6 o'clock at night. I did it for four years. Well, here it wasn't possible, okay? The closing was at 11 o'clock on Friday. Okay. A.M. Canada's different then. And, and three, three? No, I didn't say that. Lee said Sid will be on 10 to 2 on QAM. I said the rumor is that Sid's coming over. We don't know where or when. Three, Lee said Sid will be on 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. on QAM. No, I did not say that. Oh. Also, would you be able to say goodbye to all your fans before you leave? So, in other words, you, you questioned whether or not I could have been here on Friday. In other words, I purposely uh, scheduled the thing for the morning so I could take the day off. I didn't say that. That's what it sounds like. I said in the past when I did it, people could close when they wanted to close. No. Okay. At any rate, your buddy trying to stir up some crap. That's okay. Your buddy Johnny D, who's good buddies with your real buddy over there at Cheap Channel. Do you know Johnny Dolan? I think so. Oh, so sorry. Jason, who's a regular, I mean, I, I can't even believe this. He says, your signal is completely unlistenable today. It sounds like you're in a drum right by the crashing waves of an ocean in the middle of a wicked storm. Tuning out for today. I'll check back tomorrow, see if they fixed it. And I thought Flea really sucked Friday, but he gave some guy named Pete Pee Wee Lenny a uh, so-called comedian should be banished in the air and never be heard from again. Well, we agreed on that. Yeah. Bad mistake. Bad mistake, Petey Lenny, but nevertheless. He's one of those people who, like, muscles his way in, who, who forces himself on you, whether you want him there or not. So what's this thing with our signal, huh? I don't know. It was kind of uh, bad this morning, too, when I was driving in. Kind of bad? Worse than maybe, usual? Maybe we're running about 20 watts. That should be really good with the new technology, with the new ratings. Sure. Maybe we're running about 10 watts. It's a good, a good way to cut down our expenses, you know. Cut down that FP&L bill.
Not maybe not 10 watts, maybe more like about 30, man. 30 watts. Wouldn't you think if the signal was really that bad, we'd have heard from a bunch of other people? Yeah. Yeah. So what time is Sid going to be doing? 2 to 4, 10 to 2? You know as much as I do. He's coming. He's coming. WQAM, hello. How you doing, Nell? Ted okay, Bell. Okay, sir. Ted Bell, no relation to Joe Bell. Yeah. I invented the aluminum foil to put the baked potato around. I'm the one that invented putting the baked potato in the aluminum foil. <laughs> I sent the yeah. steaks. I sent the steaks to you. Uh -huh. Did you get them? Yeah, great. Okay, thanks. Okay, the dogs both died, by the way. So he's the guy. He's the first one to wrap a potato in aluminum foil, huh? Yeah, he wow. invented it. Hmm. Anybody else having uh, signal problems today? Your thoughts? We're having phone problems, I'll tell you that. we got lots and lots of technical problems because that whole technical stuff, man, it's a lot easier to critique it than it is to get it right. So let's continue critiquing it because it's easy. God. The signal sucks. The phones don't work. Other than that, we're doing it. And I'm not really too sure about the dump button. I had another one that said uh, S went on the air from some lady. But, uh, you know, it could be BS. Or it could be just regular S. Are you confident? Like, like we said before, the confidence level is minus infinity on what's going on here. Yeah, I'm not very confident. You're not too comfortable in this new studio, in this new state-of-the-art studio that they provided for me? No. Trevor says, I love you most, of course, but Friday wasn't bad. Flea sounded youngish, which this station is seriously lacking. Yeah, we got to get all the old farts off the air and get somebody on the air who's under the age of 100. Like Sid. Somebody reliable like Sid. <laughs> Plus, he had some real callers, not just a jamba and I'm your friend losers. Oh, we've had some real callers today, didn't we? Not good ones, but we've yeah. had some. I actually had a couple of good callers on Friday. I think in time he's going to be really good. I remember him from the Zeta days when this city had a real rock station. On a side note, time to update your site. I'm over the Travolta picture, and you still have email George up there. Yeah, how come we don't have email Flea up there? I don't know. Eric asked me about that. I said, yeah, put it up there, and then nothing's happened since. Nothing's happening on that website. We're going to have to kick Eric's fat ass. I hate to say that because, Eric, it's a labor of love, this website. He doesn't make any money from it, and he puts a lot of time into it, and uh, without him, we'd be screwed, you know. Mm -hmm. Phil says... Oh, this is Phil Latzman. Well, for coming from a uh, real broadcaster, he says, The signal is so bad you can't hear it in downtown Miami. Been that way since I got to work at 4 a.m. How do you like that? Coming from somebody who's really in the business. Phil Latzman. Right. The signal is so bad you can't hear it in downtown Miami. What are we going to do about this? Hope that they hurry I'm up. I'm going to talk louder. Yeah, what? there you go. So, so they're not talking about the the technical sound from the studio or like that, and they're talking about the actual signal. Right. Now, is it Cuban interference or is it just um, something else? What I heard this morning was not Cuban interference. It was just plain interference. You couldn't make anything out. It just you just couldn't hear the station that well. Really? Yeah. Oh, wait a minute. Can that be? Line nine is ringing. QAM. Hello. Hello. Since the election of our new president, we're seeking business owners who are interested in receiving free grant money that is available now in your zip code. We'll take it, and yeah. pretty soon I might need it. You never know. Mark down that number, okay, because I may need some cash pretty soon. Will I have a chance to say goodbye to the audience, you think? I hope so. Or will they just uh, tune in one day and, oh, no more Neil, no more George, no more Neil. Now, how are you going to like working with Sid? <laughs> 
Oh, I won't be working with Sid. How do you know that? Because I won't. Why not? Why would I? In other words, by choice, you don't want to work with him? By choice, I would prefer not to work with him, yes. And what if they tell you, well, this is it, this is uh, the deal? You know, because it seems to me that whatever they tell you, they've got you by the balls. Well, it'll be a very unhappy relationship. <laughs> O'Neill! They play like men and they look like women. Absolutely. WQM. Let me uh, give you an assignment, okay? You got your cell phone handy right there? I do. Okay, dial the uh, allegedly toll-free number. I dialed it from here, but I'm sure it doesn't work from uh, out, of, you know, out of Florida anyway. Okay. Because it, it rang and rang, and it didn't it didn't make any of the uh, lines 2 through 7 flash. Okay. So dial it up. 1-877-785-7500. Four five. And maybe some other people out there can do it at the same time simultaneously. Sounds like a sexual thing. One eight seven 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 eight five sixty three forty five. It mine's ringing on my end. But it's not flashing on the uh, board. Line one's flashing. Well, that has been flashing. QAM. Hello. Yeah. That's yeah, that's me. me. It's you. Yep. Yep. On line one. So that, so that is the eight seven seven number. I'll be damned. So it does work. Yep. On line one, anyway. Wait a minute. QAM, hello. Hello? QAM. Yes, sir. Leo? Yes. How you doing? Big fan, big fan. Yep. Um, I was just listening, and I hear that you're a gay-ass guy with that other gay-ass guy. You get it? You're a homo. Good one. Yeah. Big fan. Mm -hmm. Ron Brewer says the panel will be at the quarter deck tonight at 6 o'clock. Well, what does that mean, the panel will be? <laughs> what, what, what does that mean? I don't know. It says, my God, do I hate when you take the calls. Please talk about something. We haven't gotten any material from you in a while. Used to be our source, especially during the election. I actually hate cats, and maybe I'm the one killing them. I'm all for it. They're the worst animals in the world. I love dogs, but the cats make me throw up in my mouth a little bit. See, there he is again, using our stuff. As of this morning, you can hear your favorite number one rated morning show in the Keys. Oh, Bob and Tom are on in the morning? 
They are. As you see, stations are picking up as we speak. You know why? Because we're compelling. We have Oh My God Mike, and you have Flea. We have Steve the Funny Homosexual Branzik, and you have Flea. We have Toast, and you have Flea. We have a studio, and you have Flea. Get my drift? We love you, Jolly Joe. Keep it going. It makes us look like real broadcasters. Thank you, Jolly Joe. If you could get rid of Joe Rose, we could pick up a few listeners from him to get our goal of 27 share by January 2010. What does that mean? The panel will be at the quarter deck. I guess everybody that has one of those uh, meters. Things? Yeah. Everybody who's got a thing will be at the quarter deck? Mm-hmm. Well, there's supposedly, like, what, 1,500 people with those things? Yep. Going to be really... Maybe they'll shove some in the phone booths there or whatever. I don't know. These are coming from your buddies over there at the uh, Clear Channel building, by the way. That one and the Johnny uh, Depp, Johnny uh, Dolan one. Oh, yeah. Keith says, I've given Flea a couple of chances, a couple of listens. There's no way I'm going to be able to put up with that man. I've tried, believe me, but honestly, Joe Bell, how are we to tune into such total garbage? Please let us know what days you will not be in, Neil, so I can bring my iPod to work. Fake callers, please stop asking Neil how he's doing. Do you really care? Get to the point already. Love the show, Keith. Yeah, all you fake callers, quit asking, how you doing, Neil? How you doing? I'm doing. WQAM, hello. Okay. Hello? What? Hello? Hello? I'm not sure why they're even calling this number, except that uh, you wanted to see whether it worked or not. Oh, no, you, you called the 877 number? I sure did, yeah. Well, thanks a lot, Pally. It works. <laughs> thanks, Neil. Bye. Bye. <laughs> oh. But it doesn't work on lines 2, 3, and 4, though, obviously. Or 5. This is pretty compelling, you know, when you have to start uh, analyzing which lines work and which ones don't by number. Oh, yeah. Not compelling. Maybe if this stuff worked here, I, I have a feeling maybe we're on a nighttime pattern. Do you think that's possible? It could be. Could be. Or, or maybe we're running about 50 watts. That should be really, really very helpful with that new rating. Maybe they're trying to get us down to about a, a um, oh. point. Oh, because if people can't hear it except online, we've got real, real problems, wouldn't you think? Yes. I mean, when even Phil Latzman sends a, a message, that, that should tell you it's the, it's the MS, it's legit. And you said this morning you could hardly hear Joe. Mm-hmm. You couldn't hear uh, Alex Marvez. I don't know how I'd get through the day if I couldn't hear Alex Marvez and if I couldn't find out how Stormy's doing and if I couldn't find out how Drew is doing with the ladies. J.P. says, I'm in East Fort Lauderdale. The signal sounds fine to me. Please let Flea know that I thought you did a great show on Friday. Hey, this guy thought you did a great show on Friday, Flea. All right. I've been a listener for 10 years and look forward to the summer schedule with Flea. Keep up the good work, Flea. J.P., when did you send this one? Earlier. Chuck says, that guy is right. The signal is fading in and out. I had to turn it off in the car. Luckily, I'm back in the office listening online now. Which is a problem. Is it a problem? When it comes to the ratings, it's a problem. It's a big, big problem. Big, big-ass problem. But nevertheless, we'll see what materializes. Fershke, who's a regular and a loyal listener, says, The signal's pretty bad. It sounds like a hurricane behind you. It took a bit of playing with the radio to get it to sound kind of decent. But what can you do? I shall suffer and go on. Thanks, Fershke. Sorry. Sorry, we apologize profusely to the audience for the technical ineptitude of Beasley Broadcasting, and especially Jolly Joe Bell, who's running the Titanic deep down into the ocean. We're going to hit bottom pretty soon. K 
Kathy says, I know that, uh, don't know that closed captioning on DVDs is always 100% reliable, but I know that line in the movie reads as swankier than the rough places in Vegas. We built in Vegas. Rough places. Not rub, uh, the rub, rough joints. They must say rough joints because it's not places. He doesn't say places. He says joints. Rough joints, rug joints, rub joints, smoke a joint, whatever he says. Smoke two joints, Hyman Roth. It says there's a book I'd buy you if I was made of money and had your address there in the great white north. The Annotated Godfather, the complete screenplay by Jenny M. Jones. I'd send you a link, but you don't do links. I can find it. By the way, I voted for a clockwork orange because of violence in the film. Can't stomach it. Have a good day. You're right. They don't like the violence. Mm -hmm. I can understand the ladies, you know, but we don't have that many ladies listening. How many we got? Two? Maybe. 479 votes. Godfather Part 2 finally got another vote. Fourteen people hate the most The Covenant. I can't believe that that many people in this audience saw that movie. <laughs> Did you? No. Well, there you go. Although after your conversation with the Cordis on Friday, you might really enjoy it. <laughs> this station stands for nothing. Absolutely. at 560 WQM. Can you hear us? That's the question. Carl says, I was in Hialeah today and couldn't believe how bad the signal was. Once I headed for home in Doral, the signal improved to normal. Dollar a holler, says Carl. I think I got a pretty good idea how many watts are running today. The biggest name. That's not it. <laughs> oh, operator error. That was bad. You still with me? I'm here. Oh. What I was trying to say, well, I can't get it. Can't get it to work. Oh, my God. Boy, that's bad. Got a problem on this end. Well, forget about it. Carl says the signal sucks. Hmm. Don and LaBelle says, LaBelle, that's right in our target audience, isn't it? Not? Yeah. The station signal does seem to be much weaker today in LaBelle. If I orient the radio antenna more precisely toward the station antenna, it comes in fine. Normally, I don't have to move the radio antenna to get the station. It's weak. We're running about five watts. We reached LaBelle? Yeah. Hmm. LaBelle on me. Remember that by the um, whoever did it? Sure. No, you don't. My Belle on me. The fake George Rodriguez says, I thought I was dreaming, Neil. Are you actually taking phone calls again? Yes. Trying. Trying with this horseball makeshift. Now, so you haven't seen any engineer since? No, Steph said he would come back after the show. Yeah, and I mentioned him about the signal. I asked him if we're running more than like 10 watts. Okay. Judging from your response, it seems to be going fairly well. Oh, yeah, it's going great. What would you do if the usual misfits begin hijacking your phones again? Well, one of these days, uh, Flea's going to be able to block them. One of these days. Yep. When we finally get this makeshift piece of turd finished. You better watch out for that flea character. There's something about him I just don't trust. He seems very effasive and shifty. His little comment about your closing struck me as a pure snottiness. Hmm. You did say I could close any time I want. You said that? That's the way it's always been in the past and closings that I've done. 
Not here. Okay. Not with me. The lawyer said uh, whatever time it was, and that was it. It wasn't like I was making a big deal out of it. It was like a fleeting comment. It was no big deal. It was a shot. Not really. He could have been here today, but he's taking another day off. He's just a slacker. Despite his claim of not being tuned into his Jewish roots, his shifty Jewishness Ooh. is asserting itself more and more. Watch your back, the fake George Rodriguez says. So that's just a shot at Jews then, in general. I beg your pardon? So that, was that a shot at me or a shot at Jews? Both. Oh. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil, how are you? It's Mario, man. How's everything, buddy? And? Hello? Hey, yeah, buddy, how are you? Yeah, bye-bye, Mario. Hey, my friend. Go away. Crazy Mario from Hialeah. WQAM, hello. That was it. That was a medley of the call that, that we're getting through. 5670560, pound 560. We haven't had one lady call today, have we? It's almost 1 o'clock. Yeah, just Am I right? yeah, I think just the email you had from the lady, that was it. We've had a few emails from ladies, but not any calls. Nope. No ladies. How are we doing with the ladies? Not very well, I guess. WQAM, hello. WQAM, hello. Yeah. Yeah. Why do you have that guy on the radio with you? That guy doesn't even say nothing. He's a bum. You should fire that punk, that piece of crap. QAM, hello. Good afternoon, Neil. Good afternoon, sir. I love your show. I'm glad you're taking calls again. That's pretty much the only way I can get through to you. I work all day out you know, on the road, and I don't have access to a computer. Yeah. But anyway, um, Flea is kind of compelling, but George is a little more. But anyway, I love your show, Neil. Keep it up, man. Have a great day. Okay, one. thanks, Pally. He said you're a little compelling. Not super compelling, but a little compelling. That's a good start. We'd be a lot more compelling if anybody could hear the damn radio station. That would be that would be helpful. And if the phones would work. Ernie says, I live in Pembroke Pines. Your signal is pretty good here, but your signal does seem to be down a little bit. A little white noise in the signal. Like, <laughs> just a little noise like that, maybe, is what he's talking about. George Ann, who's a regular uh, emailer and faithful listener, says, Yes, Neil, it's true. I've been listening to QM since 8.30 this morning. The signal is crap. How do you like that? Hmm. Not just weak, not just down a little bit, not bad, but... But, crap. Oh. It literally sounds like you're listening to the show through a conch shell, your voice with crashing waves in the background. I thought it was my damn car antenna this morning. Hopefully it'll get better by tomorrow. By the way, show on Friday was all right. But, Lee, if you're going to ask for callers, answer the phone, dude. Always listening, George Ann. How do you like that? She says the signal sounds like... Crap. And when you get somebody who's in the business, like Phil Latzman, who says the signal is just god-awful, and you can't even hear it in downtown Miami, that's not probably a good sign, is it? No. No. Here's an Anglo listener, Carl, streamer for over ten years. He says, Flea has an androgynous voice that's tolerable to all genders and sexes. He's not as good as George on the board, but a nice change of pace. Yeah, get uh, work on your board work. What, do we, what does that mean, not as good as George on the board? How does he know how you are on the board? I don't know. Maybe I'm not quick enough to hit the okay. stuff like that. Yeah. Or rock solid. I don't know. WQAM, hello. 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 Yeah, this is a call for a flea. You suck. Yeah. And you're gay. <laughs> 
QAM, hello. On Friday morning, the Paul and Rancho is at the Fun Blue Hotel. We don't care about the Paul and Rancho, okay? They suck. QAM, hello. Hold on. Don't hang up. Listen to this signal. Hold on. Wait. I don't know. Coming to QAM, hello. Where are you? Did you hear that? Where are you? In Miami. In Miami, that's and that's the signal on your radio? Yes. Look, hold on. Yeah, I heard, I heard enough of it to make me sick to my stomach the first time. Can you believe that? Wow, that sounds really bad. It's it, it, like they're describing. It sounds like they're listening to a conch shell. We're stuck inside of a... I think we're conked. <laughs> I'm feeling kind of conked out myself with all this technical uh, malfeasance and, and crap. What kind of a signal is that? How the hell do we have anybody listening today? And I'll guarantee you we got a oh, point oh. in that uh, in the new research, guaranteed. Locked in. Am I right? When do we get that, Percy Wednesday? Miami Lake says the reports of the bad signal are not exaggerations. I'm right in the middle of the station's range, and it sounds here like you guys are broadcasting from Cuba. I can only imagine what the signal sounds like in Homestead or North Broward. What kind of horse bleep operation is Joe Bell running over there? He's running a horse bleep operation, Percy. A real serious... Horse bleep operation. Ron in Miami says, I listen to some stations on the web across the country, and some make you fill out a form with your info before you can get to the stream. Maybe they'll do it for ratings info. No, supposedly the stream works with this new system to a point. Right. But but not, they don't get full credit. Not fully, no. So if everybody's forced to listen on the stream, that cuts us down even if we're going to O points, minus O point. Oh, oh. Yeah. Ron Brewer says, what does it mean the panel is going to be at the quarterdeck? No wonder you have no ratings. The panel of people with the things will be out there. 1,500 of them will show up and try to get us them to put us down. Put us down. See, this is obviously somebody who doesn't understand the way these things work. Right. They don't write it down. It's automatic. We give them CDs, DVDs, free drinks, and they all say they'll listen to Big. Uh, Got to get dirty, my brothers. I know it ain't easy, but, yeah. Is that nonsense or what? Yeah, it's crazy. Gonna put us down. Greg Budell says, wake up and smell the coffee. Joe's trying to sabotage your show. He doesn't want to pay you to take half the summer off again. Wouldn't be surprised if Flea was in on it. Are you in on it? Oh, yeah. That's what Greg Budell says. Jimmy Dworsky says, with the salsa music in the background, I wouldn't call it white noise. <laughs> Another ethnic shot. A little bit. I'm just, I'm just going, here, uh, Steve says, live in the Daytona Beach area, I hear the station on my car radio, not great, but still is bearable. I listen online while I'm working, I've been listening to you since 87. Followed your lead and moved out of South Florida five years ago. Like it a lot up here, despite the rednecks. Love your show, even with the changes, keep it up, and the good work too, Steve. Thanks, Steve. Scott says, just a quick note to let you know, the show is still fine. Lee is doing a great job, and he's glad he's on, the, on board. He's got a sensibility that balances the daily QM drama and minimizes the assault of the nutbags in South Florida. <laughs> and for the record, we're under the fact that professional malcontents, mental cases, and mutant irrelevance that barrage the show are on Beasley's payroll. Hang tough, Neil. Love the show. Love you. Love Lee. And wishing George all the best. The e this email has unintentionally become sucking up intensive, so I'm stopping now, says Scott in New York. Thanks, Scott. Enough of the sucking. Lawrence says, you sound as if the waves are hitting against your raft as you approach Florida from Cuba. On the upside, it does have a nice soothing rhythm. Good thing I'm not driving. Yeah. 
Meyer says it's rug joints, damn it. George got fired for saying rub joints, and the fact he was small potatoes didn't help either, says Meyer. Rub joints? Rub this. 494 votes on the poll. We're going over 500. Not not too shabby. Doesn't that, isn't that significant to you? Yeah, it's good. It means we might have 500 people listening out there if they can hear it. Hello, this is Arnold. This is not a tumor. It's the one to two hour. Now back to the Neil Rogers program on 1240 WGBA. Here again, America's youngest talk show host, six-year-old Neil Rogers. Okay, I guess we're done with mail. And there's four minutes left in the hour. So let's take some calls. Orleans, hello. Yeah, Neil, how's it going? Great. That's good. Listen, I canceled my subscription to the Rochester Democrat and Chronicle. Of the good old DNC. What an abortion that paper is. Then I asked how many other people did likewise, and they said none of my business. Yeah, well, they're real nice over there. Okay, well, I just thought I'd let you know. You're a fine American. Have a nice life. Wallow. Hello. I want to speak to Neil. You got him. Am I on? Yeah. Neil. Yeah. Neil, you're a stinky pinko glue sniffing bedwetter and a pansy. Great call. This is the day so far. Did he say pansy? Where does he get off? What a mung brain. I ride my bike 30 miles every Saturday to do this show, and this guy calls me names. Shame on you, sir. Shame on you. By the way, have you seen some of those bad boys at the new AMP? <laughs> now, what are you cackling about, eggs? Is this my John? A million producers in the world, and they stick me in here with an egg. Shut his mic off. Seneca Castle, hello. You used to be such a nice boy, and now you're so terrible. Yeah, but you can't shut it off. You can't shut it off. <sighs> I don't need this. I have offers from other stations. Batavia, Elmira, Fredonia. But instead, I stay here and entertain you grotesque, subhuman doodle bags. Unbelievable. Geneva, hello. Hello, is this Neil Rogers? What kind of phone are you on, sir? How's that again? Do you have a dial phone or what? No, I had to put it to the operator. <laughs> well, let's not get into that. Hey, I was listening to Joey Reynolds on WKBW last night. Somebody has to. Did you hear what he's been saying about you? No, I don't listen anymore. He's a doddering old man. He claims he's only 40. Yeah, right. And Joey beat Truman, too. <laughs> oh, shut up, Egg. You're pathetic. 
And if you think he's bad now, wait till he hatches. Oh, boy. Okay, when we come back, maybe the egg will come out of his shell. Well, let's hope but not. I hope not. Okay, 103, that's by request, because I sure wouldn't play that on my own. My anal chapstick says... Don't you want to hear what my anal chapstick says? Oh, of course. The Schmitty signal is why I listen online. Besides being crystal clear, I get the added bonus of not having to listen to Gildy's screeching voice uh, on commercials that he does. As a matter of fact, I get no commercials at all. Keep up the good work, engineering. Soon he will have no numbers at all, unless you check the online ratings where he'll be number one, damn it. Yeah, sure. And all you clowns over there at the Cheap Channel building who have nothing uh, productive to do, must be nice to have no work to do and sit around all day sending emails to us. Yeah, I wouldn't know. Yeah, you're sending half of them, I think. <laughs> April 30th, 2009. Big article in the New York Times. Radio giant faces crisis and cash flow. Maybe maybe they're sitting around writing all those things to try to convince themselves they got a future with that company that's on the verge of going bust. It says it's too soon to say who'll be the biggest loser among media companies in this recession, but Clear Channel Communications is vying for the title. Clear Channel, the nation's largest radio operator and an outdoor billboard company, last year became the biggest leverage buyout ever in the media business after it was taken private by Thomas H. Lee Partners and Bain Capital. Now its revenues are plunging, and so is its cash flow, making it harder to meet the payments on the billions of dollars in debt accumulated in the process of buying out its public investors. If it violates some of its loan agreements, those interest payments rise sharply. Scott Sperling, president of Tom and J. H. Lee Partners, offered reassuring words about the company's future in an interview on CNBC in mid-April. We don't have any expectation of an imminent blow-up, he said, adding the company still had a lot of levers it can pull to continue to generate reasonable cash flow. But days later, Chief Channel announced that revenue plummeted 23% in the first quarter and cash flow fell by 47%. Oh, my gosh. Then the company announced it was laying off 590 employees after cutting 1,850 employees in January for an overall staff reduction of 12% since the acquisition. Bishop Cheen, who follows corporate bonds for Wachovia, wrote recently that Clear Channel was on track to become the biggest default among media companies and therefore the biggest workout ever in the industry. When in doubt, work it out. The company's got $16 billion of bank debt, wow. of which it pays variable rates, and $6 billion more of junior debt. Get the money, Junior. The holders of the Junior debt and the equity holders would absorb the first loss in the event of a bankruptcy, so the banks have some protection and less incentive to negotiate. As advertising spending plunges week by week, the likelihood grows that Clear Channel will fall out of compliance with one of its loan covenants by year's end and be in technical default, several analysts said. Mr. Cheen estimates the market value today at less than $6.3 billion. The market has gone from irrational exuberance to excessive awfulness, he said. How do you like that? Cheap channel. Maybe they're going to be shutting the damn thing down by the end of the year. That'd be a shame. Maybe they can have a contest with, uh, what you call it, with Sirius. I'm serial. So what, what do you, what's your take on this technical disaster that the station's having? It was on Joe's show this morning, so it's not just us. Because if it was just us, we could be paranoid and say, oh, gee, they're potching around at sabotage, you know, like that. Yeah. But why would they want to sabotage Joe? No, they wouldn't. Well, are you sure? No. I'm not sure about anything anymore. Uh-oh. Misha says, Flea did take a shot at you. Let me Let me print this out. Okay. First, you said that I was slacking off. I could have had the closing anytime I wanted, which is not true. 
Don't, don't you think? I mean, I've been doing this long enough that if I could have closed at 3 in the afternoon, I would have been just fine with me, or 4, or whenever. Maybe you wanted a day off. I, I can, yeah, yeah, just what I need was another day off, especially under the present circumstances, although I do have next week off, and then after that, allegedly, the summer schedule. Right. Allegedly. Flea and Cordis, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, and yours truly, Tuesday and Thursday, from June, whatever the date is, until uh, the week after Labor Day. Misha says, Flea did take a shot at you about the closing, he just doesn't don't have the balls to say it. But he did think you could have worked otherwise, why would he even bring that up? Your closing time had no significance to him other than whether you could work or not. So I think he is the Joe Bell Jr. Don't fall for it, Neil. <laughs> Remember, he didn't even tell George till um, till something. Mm-hmm. He claims he knows nothing, but I think he knew about George's firing at least two weeks prior, and I think he's on uh, to you, that they want you out of there. Dump button didn't work two weeks ago. They tried to get you. It didn't work. I don't trust him. What makes you think he cares about you? Sister Lester Maisha says, do you care about me? Of course. You care about Sid the Kid? Not at all. Oh, you care about him, all right. Like poison. Gino says, well, this isn't heaven for us, Neelys. First you start taking calls, and now you're playing young Neil. Thanks loads. P.S. The signal here in Hollywood is lousy in the front of the office, a lot better in the back. Gino says, it's better in the front and not so good in the, or the, the other way around. <laughs> I mean, what we heard when that caller did, when he played the radio. Yeah, that was horrible. Well, let's get some other people to do that. If you got your radio close enough where you can stick your phone up to it, call us and let's hear what it sounds like on the ear so we can sit here and weep. Wouldn't you weep? Yeah. If that's really what's going on here? That was pretty WQAM, amazing. WQAM, hello. QAM, hola. Hi, Neil. Hi, a lady. Let's hear it. Oh, we had our first yeah. lady on the New Deal. Hi, I'm delivering mail in Hollywood with my Walkman. As long as I have only one headphone on, the signal's great. Yeah. Two and headphones. What happens when, when you put the other one on? I hear the ocean. Oh, boy. <laughs> so it's in one channel, maybe. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Show's great. Thanks, sweetheart. Have a good day. Okay, bye. A lady. Oh, now, didn't you say something at the beginning of the show about one channel was uh, screwed up or something? Remember that? Yeah, I was hearing things in one channel. It's it's fixed now. Maybe the other channel is like the English channel. Like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is just out of nowhere. This is just something new and exciting today. I just had a weenie, by the way, Oscar Meyer, not Oscar Meyer. Yeah, how was it? Sh- Schneider. It's pretty good. I nuked it for like 55 seconds. And I ate it right out of a paper towel. No bun. No Pull mustard? The buns. Mustard? Nothing? No. no. I got some mustard, but I didn't put none on there. WQAM, Hello. Short call. QAM, hello. Another one. WQAM, hello. Neil. Yes, sir. Hi. I live about uh, two miles away from your station, mm-hmm. and I wanted, I wanted to let you hear what I'm hearing on the radio right now. Okay. When I turn off 560. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, right. <laughs> that was excellent. What time's this show on? I would listen to that. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil. Uh, yes, sir. Big Pat fan here. Just wondering what, uh, do you think Tom Brady will ever be the same? Hearing all kinds of conflicting reports from up there. I got to cut Let, let me there. ask you this. How, how do we know until uh, he starts playing? How do we know? <laughs> you got to hope, man. You got to hope. I mean, uh, it, it, those years during the 80s when the Bills and the Dolphins were kicking our ass, you know, we had nothing. And then we've been spoiled this last decade with this guy, and you just, uh, you get a little twitchy, you know, you get a little nervous. He'll, he'll be fine. I'm hoping. He still looks pretty good. Here, here. Say that. Say that again. So, Okay, see ya. He still looks fine to me, Tommy Brady. Don't he look pretty good? Oh, I shouldn't ask you. You'll get uh, Cordis jealous. <laughs> I still don't understand all that, uh, all those emails I had about your show on Friday and faggery and this and that. I thought that was when I was here was really gay. You know, I guess I should be more homophobic. Yeah, those damn faggots. In fact. Oh, here it is. That damn faggot. I can't stand him. You can play that while you're bitching about how I did the closing at uh, 11 and it could have been a 3. Okay. Tw uh, 12 minutes past 1 at 560 WQAM. Grab my junior, honey. One eighteen at five sixty WQAM. Boy, I'll tell you, the day they shoved his ass out the door, that was a sad day in the history of QAM. You know what? Oh yeah, I don't think we've ever recovered. Steve says I'm listening on the internet from California. As usual, show is great. Can't believe you're taking calls. I can't either, especially with this technical uh, crap that's going on. Had a dream last night. You played Young Neil and Old Neil back to back. You played Young Neil earlier. A shameless request for Old Neil. Maybe tomorrow. Zygazone, says Steve. And back at you, Steve. TR says, I think it's a one-channel job. It sounds like a constant hiss. Yeah, I think uh, I'm getting a little hissed off about it. Good to hear the callers, but I hate that the idiots will find you again. It's not a question of finding us again. They never went away. They're there. They're out there waiting in the, in the lurch. They're lurching it. Bill says, I listen every day off the air on an old stereo receiver. The signal is at its usual level, but the meter is wavering up and down. Well, what does that mean? I don't know. His meter. I think that's what's happening with that new uh, Arbitron research. It's wavering up and down, mostly down. I think the problem is you've given the audience a chance to bitch about something. Same thing about Flea. Everybody just stop bitching, says Bill. Yeah, enough of the bitching. We don't like Flea. The signal sucks. Everything sucks. We hate those movies you like. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Sure, I sure miss South Florida. Not. P.R. Ralph says, I'm at the orifice. I hear it very clear. Some static, but that's from all the electrical crap. And by the way, Hank didn't look so good on Saturday. He had this constipated look on his face. But back to the sound, you sound loud. You do sound and clear. You do sound and clear. Okay, whatever you say, P.R. Ralph. He's confused. Yeah, the humper looked um, big on Saturday. I saw him on the uh, Belmont telecast. Mm-hmm. He looked fat. He is. What? Fat. He is. He would agree. He would tell you he's fat. Yeah. But he did not eat dessert when we had that uh, meal at Woodbine. I did. I hated to do it in front of him, but I did. That, that's the only good part of the buffet there is the meal, is the dessert. Five six seven oh five sixty. We're taking calls again. Oh. Our phone system screwed up. If you're calling, it's busy. It, it probably isn't. But it's just the phone is all screwed up. But I'm sure that our crack engineering staff will get some crack after the show and get on it. Won't they? Oh, yeah. But what about the signal thing? I don't know. See, I wouldn't believe anybody except for the guy that played uh, the, the station on, on the phone. Mm-hmm. He put his PlayStation on the phone. That sounded like garbage. <laughs> I mean, what is that? Underwater radio, man. I've heard of underground radio, but never underwater radio. It sucked. QAM, hello. Engineering staff. <laughs> WQAM, hello. Yeah, Neil. How you doing? Yeah. Okay. Uh, and this calls in regards to that guy Flea. He's a piece of crap. You should get him off the air. He's boring. He doesn't <laughs> say anything. QAM, hello. Yeah, hey, Neil. Yes, sir. Um, I, you know, I've been out of the car all day, so I get to listen to you sparingly. Um, and I... I I wasn't going to rip on Flea. I think Flea does a really good job, and mm -hmm. I heard some really good shows, George and Flea, together. But I've missed out on exactly all the details, and I'd hate to rehash it, but I, I have no idea. Just George disappeared, so I was curious as to, you know, I, I thought he was the guy, the heir apparent from, you know, I have to say when I first started hearing George years back, even when you are on Whammy, it took some getting used to because, you know, for many reasons, but I, I, I grew to really like him. You know, I thought yeah. the guy was could definitely take over down the road when you decided to move on and <laughs> whenever that is. But I'm surprised that he's gone, and I, I figured you probably had his back, so I can't imagine that the, they, sh they should be able to get rid of the guy. Well, he did. With, with, that, with you there, you were able to, they were able to get by you and let him go? Yep, they, they do whatever they want, okay? They don't honor contracts. This, this company is just, they do whatever the hell they want. Is there any reason? I mean, the guy was doing a decent job. I mean, it's hard to fill in for you, I would think, for anybody. But uh... Listen, if you've been listening for any part of the last several months, they've blown everybody out of this place, okay? Allegedly for cost-cutting, like all the other corporate idiots are doing. Everybody's getting canned. Wow. So, in other words, Flea works cheaper. I mean, that's kind of sad for them to... Flea is, do Flea is doing this show for free. Wow. You can't get much cheaper than for free. Yeah. Well, one last thing, and to change subjects, I guess, so now I kind of know, but uh, sad, sad news. I mean, I really like George. I hope things are well with him. And uh, But, you know, you're the only bastion of liberal talk these days. Just get rid of the only liberal station there is. If you don't want to listen to Rush Limbaugh or, or idiots like him, yeah. you know, you're like the only person that's kind of contrary to that usual crap. So, hope whatever that means, but uh, do with it what you will. <laughs> okay. Thanks a lot, Pally. Thanks. Have a great day. Do with it what you will. In other words, stick it in your... Wreck them. I don't know what he meant by that. Do with it what you will. Look at this. Neil, please don't give the sick individuals that hate cats the satisfaction. I'm an animal lover. If I catch that person, they'll know what toothpicks in their eyes feel like. 
while I castrate them as they watch. Wow. By the way, your signal here is fine on 79th Street. Long-time listener since Zeta, Kevin in North Bay Village. Thanks, Kevin. We're coming in just fine over there in uh, 79th Street Causeway. I wonder if Sonny uh, ever, I guess they closed the market down, huh, Sonny's Market? I think so. The Benny Hanna's so, is still there, though. Benny Hee-Hee's is still there? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Here's another one. Hello, Neil and Flea. The signal sounds good. The only thing in the background that I can hear is a little static due to the weather. Love the show and have a great day, says Jay in Cooper City. Well, everybody go to Cooper City. Or go over to uh, see uh, Paul and old Ron with your meters. Why, why do they keep uh, talking such crap, okay? Oh, they'll, uh, we'll give them a bunch of free stuff and they'll put us down. Well, right. what, what does that mean, they'll put us down? That means they don't know what they're talking about. Exactly. There's no more diaries, you idiots. Oh, I got some bad news from Bert. Oh, this is bad. Uh-oh. A native Miami Beachian says the last Lum's restaurant will be closing in two weeks in Davie. I know exactly the one they're talking about, on Davie Road Extension. Yep. And for us old-timers, it's the passing of a local legend. Beer-boiled hot dogs, of course, but this one also serves Ollie Burgers using the original recipe. You can even buy the dry mix in the restaurant. I was there today having an Ollie Burger, and they said they expect to close in about two weeks. The good news is they'll be doing a major remodeling. should reopen in three to four months, although not with the Lum's name. But they'll be offering Ollie Burgers still. No word, however, on if they'll still have the beer-boiled uh, beer hot dogs. Well, good luck to the people at Lum's. Isn't that sad? Yeah, I used to go yeah, to Lums a lot. That's the stuff we were talking about last week. Yep, when I was a kid. It wasn't very compelling, though, I guess. No. Because then now we're bringing in a consultant, and we got to do ding-dong school when Clarence comes <laughs> back. I can't wait for ding-dong school myself. I'm, I'm sure you feel the same. Oh, yeah. Clarence is going to really, he's going to give us ammunition. We're going to learn how this new technology works and how to how to defeat it. And, how to, and, of course, if anybody could hear the damn signal, that would help, too, I guess. Well... I know, I'm nitpicking. I'm start, starting trouble again. Baby, you melt my jockey shorts. If anybody has opinions, dissenting from our way, we'll place your name into the system as enemy of the state. Don't even bother to question. Just follow on Everybody's turning fascist, fascist USA. In the act of patriotism, we're watching all of you. Everyone's under suspicion, so watch what you do. Stupid 
WQSA. Right. 132 at 560 WQM. We got the big oh. coming up at 2. Robert says, and this, this might be uh, informational. Okay. As a former station engineer, let me give you a few points about your station signal. WQAM signal is transmitted along with two guard bands, one at 550 and the other at 570, which are transmitted simultaneously along with the main carrier at 560. These guard bands contain white noise. This phenomenon was discovered during the Second World War for communications between troops in the field. It was hoped that anyone not zeroed in on the main frequency wouldn't hear the short messages between the troops. This worked well with the crystal-controlled equipment of the day, but it's a disaster for the AM radios of today as they're wide-bed enough you can't remove the white noise completely. So along with the other stations from Cuba and the white noise, WQM signal is almost obliterated in the process. Let me read that sentence again. So along with the other stations from Cuba and the white noise, WQM signal is almost obliterated in the process. I remember when my job transferred me to Daytona Beach, and to my surprise, I could get QM all the way up there. But now you're having problems in Dayton Broward. Just as a note, Radio Caracol 1260 does the same thing with their signal, too. Just thought I'd let you know what the trouble is. Thanks for the wonderful four hours of radio I look forward to daily. Thanks, Robert. Former station engineer. Now, does that do you understand what he's talking about? I think a little bit. And I'm no engineer, but it didn't sound good. It doesn't sound good. It sounds really, really negatory, especially as regards this new uh, technology with the ratings. Which is funny because back maybe about a year and a half ago, yeah, Joe Bell gave me this. Uh, it's like a book, kind of, that was written by Randy Michaels. He gave it to you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Randy Michaels. Oh, brother. Wow. Oh, my God. And it was talking about the basics of programming radio, and it said the number one rule is you got to have a good signal because if people can't hear you, the ratings game is over. Let me, let me tell you another one, number one rule about management and radio. Mm-hmm. Don't ever overreact to ratings. A good, a great month, a really bad month, don't overreact. Good management people don't uh, go off the deep end about one month or one trend or like that. Oh, you're number 24 in your demo. We need to get consultants in here. You have those ding-dong schools with Clarence. Oh, geez, what are we going to do? Just an excuse to, to meddle with the show and uh, to get me disgusted. And to be honest with you, ba- based on the way this phone thing is working today and the signal problems, I mean, you know, lesser people would have just gotten up and walked out. Never going to happen. Never going to happen. So like I said, you'll have to hire a hitman. That's, that's the only way you're going to get rid of me. Martin says, I was born and raised in Miami. I've been listening to you on and off for years. Finally moved to Sebastian, Florida in 2006, and it was a culture shock. Hardly any traffic jams. Almost everybody speaks English, and there actually are a few nice people. All those years George was with you, and just like that he gets fired. That's right, after 19 years on the show, just like that he gets fired. Anyway, I listen to you every day online. It sounds better than radio ever did. Take care of loyal listener Martin. Thanks, Martin. He's in Sebastian. Remember Joel Sebastian from WXYZ? I'm sure you don't. No. Way before your time and from Detroit, which you never lived in Detroit, count your blessings. He was one of my favorite DJs, Joel Sebastian. 1270 WXYZ. You know who worked at WXYZ? The unctuous Joey Reynolds. Really? Yeah. I love the call letters. Huh? I love the call letters. Well, they changed them. They went talk and they became WXYT. Not as good. I mean, why would you? It would be like taking WABC and making it a WABD. I mean, and what would be the point? WXYT, my ass. WXYZ were great call letters. Yeah. And at that time, you had CKLW and Keener 13 in Detroit. You had three great rock stations. But 
that's in the past. You can't live in the past. But you'll see, when you get to be an old fart, you'll also be reminiscing back about, well, you know, this and that. You'll see. I do already. I reminisce back what? to the days when uh, radio was good and fun. Yeah. When was that? Maybe 20 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> Long in the past. Sure as hell not in the recent past. Not in this joint. Uh-uh. Now, if there's anybody who knows how to make it miserable and not fun, these are the people who know how to do that. You're a good buddy. 529 votes on the poll. Of all the movies Neil loves, which one do you hate the most? Hate like poison. Dow's down 103, by the way. Negative Monday. Mm. Talented Mr. Ripley, 63. Definitely two Yay. for most of our macho audience. Magnolia, 56. I don't understand that. And Clockwork Orange, 56. That I could understand for the violence. But Magnolia? What's not to like? Good movie. I hate them all, 40. Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross, 36. I haven't seen any of these movies, 34. <laughs> oh. Six and a half percent of the audience haven't seen any of the movies on this list. Wow. Christine, 31. Fatso, 31. The Exorcist, 29. Requiem for a Dream, 29. Dracula, 28. Deliverance, 26. Godfather, 17. That's, that's an insomnia. Network, uh, 16. Covenant, 15. Imaginary Heroes, 13. The Hospital, 6. And Godfather, Part 2 is all the way up to three vote. Seventeen people say they hated the Godfather like poison. WQAM, hello. Neil. Yeah. What's up, buddy? This is Monk. It's who? Monk. Monk, yeah. How you doing, Monk? All right. Hey, I just wanted to call to let you know that. That guy sleeves a piece of crap and he sucks. <laughs> okay. Thanks, Monk. I remember your restaurant, though. The Monk's in. Don't start again with those old restaurants. Uh, you know, your buddy uh, Jolly Joe hates that, I guess. Really? He hates everything I do because, you know, I need the help. We need a consultant here. Let's get Walt Sabo on the phone. Oh! Yeah. He could screw it up. See, one thing about consultants, you know who they are? Radio consultants? What's that? They're people who can't do it. They can't manage. They can't go on the air and do a DJ. They can't do talk shows. They can't even run a board. So people who can't do radio, they become radio consultants and tell everybody else how to do it. Like Walt Sabo. Maybe he can bring Karen Kay to the station. Hmm. And you can catch him in a, uh, <laughs> catch the two of them in a lip lock. The first day she went on the air on, uh, and of course he uh, got her hired there at IOD with Paxson. She goes on the air that night and she brags about the fact that she's banging Walter Sabo, <laughs> who's the station's consultant. She says, oh, I don't see anything wrong with that, banging the boss, yeah, like that. Wow. And everybody was like, just in shock. Like, how can you go on the air and admit that you got the job because you're screwing the, uh, you know. I had one in my mouth once. I'm sure of that. Hmm. At least, Karen Kay. She didn't last too long. I wonder why. But Walt Sable, what his favorite trick is to take you to lunch. You're the talent. He'll take you to lunch, and he'll pretend he's on your side. Oh, yeah, that Paxson, he doesn't know anything about radio. Blah, 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 blah. And, and then he'll probe to get every, squeeze you for every piece of information and every comment that you got. And then he'll go back to the management people and tell them everything you said. Because he's working for them. And then get reimbursed for the lunch. I'm sure of that. Consultants don't buy lunch. Oh, Holy cow, Aaron's coming. Come one, come all. Absolutely. They sold this radio station. All right. Now the future is in doubt. We've been talking about Paxson's ever since Cox pulled out.
Are you sure? Say goodbye to Aaron Summers. Say hi to Ron and Ron. They're going to work for Texas. And that's a matter of fact. They're going to work for Texas. But Neil ain't changing his act. Texans are born again Christian. Forty-five at QAM. Boy, we almost got through this today with this uh, phone situation yep. and with a signal and all of these things. Well, I guess you know the first day in the new studio, it was bound to have uh, some issues. You know. Yeah, I'm not surprised. You're not surprised. I'm I'm in shock. Not so much with the phone thing, but with the signal deal. All of a sudden, out of nowhere, out of the blue, they said the signal blue. Oh, John in Lake Worth says I have the day off today. I'm able to listen to you online. Not used to a clear signal. <laughs> Sounds well, almost like a real radio signal online. Anyways, I did notice one thing about your signal up here in Palm Beach County. It really depends on the car radio you're listening to. My work vehicle is a 2007 Chevy Malibu. It has a great FM stereo system. The AM is horrendous. My personal vehicle, a 2008 Chevy Silverado pickup, gets your station fine. This has a lot to do with your signal. Enjoying your show as always, John and Lake Worth. Thanks, John. Do you understand what he said about the signal? No. I don't either. Flea's going to be just fine, says Boomer, over the summer on his own. Isn't Boomer somebody you know? He's a friend of George. Oh, boy. Well, not much of a friend. He's a real broadcaster with some big shoes to fill, but the ability to project a fine show. I'm sure he'll also run a light, a tight board. Are you going to run a light board? I'll try. We'll miss George this summer and hope that he's back on the air somewhere sometime soon. The signal is spotty, and most anything and everything that you can imagine being wrong with it is... The signal's been bad for quite some time, from Adele's interference to QM's incompetence and lack of caring about doing regular maintenance. Apparently, engineering at QM prefers to sleep Sunday through Monday overnights when this should be accomplished. I can remember when 560 sounded like a real powerhouse back in the store's broadcasting days. They were grave robbers, too. But at least they had a decent signal, knew how to sell it, and knew something about the rating system. Speaking of yesteryear, Bill Cullen was one of my favorite game show hosts and certainly one of the most competent. How do you like that? You don't even know Bill Cullen. There you go. Too bad he passed a few years ago. He walked with a limp because of injuries he sustained during World War II. I don't think so. I'm going to Google it. Do you remember when he hosted the NBC game show called I Guess? No. Jack Clark was the booth announcer. Another classy and decent guy. And a lot like the late Ken Malden. Bill Cullen was articulate. It goes on and on about Bill. I'm going to have to Google it. Maybe Clear Channel could eat itself and help us all out. I'd like to see them lose all their signals, finances, and properties. Then I'd like to see President Obama move to have the Telecom Act of 96 reversed and have all those extra signals without original local programming on them go dark. Good luck with your phones, your new studios, and summer vacations. Best of luck to Flea. He's a good guy, one of the few in the business. By the way, I worked for Bob Bell back in 80, uh, on K102. He was also a major ass clown. Any chance he might be related to your Joe Bell, I doubt it. Even though your phones seem open and I've been told I'm articulate, I still can't get through and don't have time to wait. Yeah, it looks like they're open. Uh, in fact, a couple times it looked like they were all dead, remember? Yeah. 
and that's because people are dialing and getting a busy signal because the phone, because the whole deal is all screwed up. But don't complain now. We don't want to hear no complaints, right? That's right. Oh, and now I know who Bill Cohen is once I see his picture. Okay. Oh. Yeah, I know. Glasses? Yep. Oh, he's been dead a while. Very likable guy. He just, he just, you know, to be a game show host, you have to have a certain personality, you know? you yeah. got to have charisma. And he did. Yeah, he's been dead for 19 years. Really? Yeah. Now, you, did you Google him? Yeah, I'm on his Wikipedia. Now, what does it say about his limp? They, they, one thing about Bill Cullen, they never showed him walking because he walked with a really bad limp. So, like, when he was on Pyramid, uh, they would go to break for him to move behind the uh, thing, the podium, whatever it was. Mm-hmm. What does it say about his gimpy limp? I don't see anything right now. Well, you look that up while I read this from Steve. My favorite WXYG DJs were Lee Allen, Joel, Jim Davis, and Joel Sebastian. I don't remember Jim Davis. Of course, the best Detroit DJ was Dick Purton. That is absolutely, absolutely correct, correct sir. Lee Allen was my favorite on WXYZ. He got fired from XYZ for saying on the air, Mabel, get off the table. The $2 is uh, for the beer. I never knew that. Says he had polio. Yeah, as a young man, he had polio, and that's why he walked with a bad limp. Not right. injuries in WW2. How could he fight in the war when he was uh, had a bad limp? At any rate, straighten Boomer out, will you? Cordes says you could straighten any guy out. <laughs> it says this was in the days of Carling Black Label Beer, whose slogan was Mabel Black Label. That's correct. You're in top form today, Zygazone, says Steve. Yeah, I'm in top form, even with the phone and the signal, all the other crap. Because we got our new studio, baby. Oh, yeah. You're excited. You're all whipped up. Yeah. Got a nice view. Of what? Ray Perry? <laughs> well, I closed that. <laughs> I closed and those and blinds. And the good part of the deal is this morning, before the show, I actually was able to come in here about 9 o'clock, and you and I were able to confabulate uh, for an hour before the show the way it's supposed to be. Yeah. And, and rip everybody in ass. And have a nice view of uh, the Comcast building and uh, 441. Well, what, what more could you want? Right. I wouldn't be surprised if you see Brooke Daniels running into Petey Bolger over there at the uh, Jiffy Loop across the street. <laughs> Maybe she's getting another wax job. Ooh. Did you ever hear that story? No. She had a little waxy buildup. Well, Brooke Daniels, you know the babbling book? Do you know who that is? Yeah, I do. She was a Randy wannabe. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> That's her. The babbling book. Oh, she was bad. She was another one of those rejects that went on IOD uh, after Paxson got it. I remember. Karen Kay, Brooke Danny, and what was the guy, Grego, who replaced me when they paid me off for seven months to go away? Nice. I'll tell you, there's nothing like it being paid to go away. I, mean, I just am dropping, you know, dropping a hint. Pay people off, they go away, they get out of your hair, they don't talk bad-mouthy in the media, they just, you know, they just go away. Write them a big check. And when Paxson bought me out for those seven months, and I was in limbo before I came uh, over here, I used to have to go to the station to pick up my check every week. Or every two weeks, whatever the hell it was. Mm -hmm. not, not a good deal. Wouldn't you think that Normal would have made an arrangement so they would have mailed it to me so I didn't have to schlep to the radio station down there on 441? Yeah, that was kind of a strange now, setup. Now, now, straighten me out. Is that the building that we're in now? This used, used to be, be the Paxson building? Yeah, it used to be the Paxson building, yeah. So down there, a few blocks further south than the old QAM. mile and a half, maybe? That's the one. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because when I came to Miami, I worked in this building, and it was Love, Big 106, and Zeta, and IOD, and INZ, I think, were all in this building. Yeah. It was crazy. Five stations in this building. In, in what building? 
in the building oh, no, that's right. See, I'm, I'm, I keep thinking you're in the uh, where I was. So if I did come down there, I wouldn't even be able to find you guys. <laughs> no, maybe not. Which is probably just as well. The way things are going lately, just as well. 547 votes on the poll, and believe you me, 35, 6% say I haven't seen any of these movies. Well, you know what? Get busy and get a life. Forget about Shawshank. It's Good ship on the star. 